Hey! What? It's classic movie banter. Now dig on this. Hey! Hello, there, hello. Friends. Watch out. It's a classic movie banter. It is a classic movie banter. You know that podcast where me, that dude Brenton, and that other dude over there, Nathan. I'm here. We talk about films that are 20 years or older. 20 years. And we tell you guys whether they're worth, whether they're still worth. I'm going to get this right one day, guys. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, I will get it right one day. So this is the show where we talk about tw- films that are 20 years or older. 20 years. And we tell you guys whether they're still worth watching today or not. Like if you did 200 episodes on the same movie and then reached the end of that 200, mo- 200 episodes and realised that you couldn't actually form an opinion on the film you'd just watched. Oh, no, Brenton. Well, thankfully we're only halfway there to that milestone because <laughs> we've only done 100 movie <laughs> reviews. Oh, hey, hey. Look at us go. What an exciting time, Brenton. Two years. Two years we've been on there. Like, you know, despite, despite government intervention and various protests, <laughs> the show has not shut down. Mate. What an anniversary. 105 episodes. Yeah. Oof, that's a number I think we can be proud of so far. It is. It is. We got more episodes than Dalmatians that Disney have. So it's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> precisely. Precisely. Oh. oh, Nathan. What are we doing today, though, to celebrate this milestone of classic movie band? Well, you know, we're here with the listeners. We've got streamers all around the house. You know, the SWAT team, they're all on vacation. You know, the Band-Aid pile's been swept up. It's just holiday mode, Brenton, you know. We've 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 reviewed the Mission Impossibles. We've got our feet up so so last year when we did this we we gave the listeners like 52 movies to watch (laughs) like well like you want movie reviews here's even more movie reviews but I don't think it'd be fair to dump even more reviews on the listeners. Personally, personally. that is true. But personally, that was one of my favourite episodes we've it done. It was a good time. Was it because it featured Heavenly Willem Dafoe? It did. It it, it Basically, that was the reason. I, I listened to that episode on a weekly basis just to hear his beautiful <laughs> voice. You just fast forward the bits with us and you just get to the in, like interludes with him, right? Like Yeah, mate. I've made a track. It's my alarm when I wake up in the oh, morning. Of course. Oh, waking up with Willem. There's an app that needs to be made. <laughs> Yeah, that ex- yeah. I feel like uh, we should uh, pioneer this. Oh, app. We should get some people on get it. Get on it, but call some favors. <laughs> so yeah, so like so today, what we thought we were gonna do, like we've been we've been threatening to do this episode for a while, and what we want to do is that we want to look back over like the past two years, not as a clip show. We're not gonna do a highlights reel because to do that, Brenton, you need highlights in the first place. Am I right? <laughs> Uh, You're exactly right, Nathan. Oh, what a what, a, what? Why do we? Why do we spend our free time doing this, Nathan? <laughs> it's it's it's. That's a question that I feel like our listeners. It's either answer. that or chores, and frankly, I don't want to do the washing, Brenton. So it's this instead. Fair enough. So so we're here, and so what we're going to do is that we're going to look back on all the movies we've reviewed, and in in one minute spurts, Brenton, we're going to update our review scores um on each of the movies and let the listeners know. Okay. We've reviewed so many now. Here's the ones that are good. Here's the ones that are shit. We were wrong at the time. Here's actually what you got to do with this movie. So, you know, it's going to be a repartee, Brenton. Lots of back and forth, and it's going to be a good time. Ooh, it sounds like a good time, Nathan. Yeah. Ugh. And so we got. I got so many sound bites from the original Spider-Man trilogy to, to help us along the way. So, <laughs> damn. So we're gonna be strict. Damn. I'm gonna. How exciting! I've got the timer ready, Brenton, and if we go over, I got a little taser ready to go. So, so you get zapped on my behalf. Oh, so I'm getting zapped both times, yes. basically. Yeah. Okay. I, I know. You know what? That's. I fair didn't enough. have enough tasers for us both to be zapped in case we go over. So, uh, you know, you do the short straw here. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did. Uh, 
I always draw the short straw. Aw. Listeners, send in your thoughts and prayers to Brenton. Send me flowers. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. So, yeah, so here we go. Here we go. Okay, so Eddie Redmayne, we've, we've, we've opened up the cage. <laughs> he's, he's still adorned <laughs> in his Jupiter Ascending garb. Uh, Eddie, are ready to take <laughs> us off? I presume so. He's just nodding blindly at us. So, <laughs> 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 All right, here we go, Brenton. 100 movie reviews. Let's here we go. Into it. Three, two, one. Rocky 1 was a film that we reviewed in episode number one, and I said no, and Nathan said yes. Rocky 1 is a classic oh. staple of the show because we reviewed five films in the Rocky franchise, and I, I kept saying no to this film. But I don't know why, so I'm actually going to change that so that we're hey! both going to say yes. Unless you change that as well, but I think that this is a classic film. Uh, Sylvester Stallone gives a great performance. It's just a classic staple of cinema, and it's worth a watch, in my opinion. What do you think, I Nathan? think it's uh, fantastic. I think you're absolutely on the money. Like, I said yes at the time, and I think it still stands up. In hindsight, obviously, we've reviewed five Rockies, and like they, they all got mixed results, but this one, it started it all. It's great! Like Even if you don't care about boxing, it just gets you into the mood. Shout out to Philly. I don't even know, I remember if it's set in Philly, but shout out to Philly anyway. I think it's excellent, you know? Who doesn't love Adrian running a pet store and Paulie being a weird-ass drunk? It's a good time. Oh, and raw eggs. And raw eggs. So, there we go. All right. Rocky One, you've got our hearts. <laughs> Animal House, episode two. You said yes, I said no. And we, and then after the previous 10, we both said no. So, we're saying no to Animal House. It's just, it's just a weird comedy, isn't it, mate? It's just some weird... It's a strange time and it's a famous one too. Yeah. So it's it's strange that it has this... Um, I think because of the toga thing. They're like, toga. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's got this following. And um, to be honest, I can't understand why. There's probably two jokes from this film I can actually remember. Mm. One was... One that I didn't think was funny was, I'm a zit, get it, pop. Oh, and the other one was uh, the chainsaw joke with the, there was an animal or something in the oh office. Oh my God, the dead horse that they just put in the principal's office. Yeah, which was... That was funny. Um, but apart from that, I, I don't really know if this is still worth watching or relevant today personally. So I'm going to keep my notes. Nah, I think the college movies outdated. I think there's more updated shit you could watch. Look, look at the Jump Street movies. Oh, and by the way, listeners, spoilers for all these movies, probably. <laughs> I love how you always say the spoiler alert when we're well into the episode. Oh, no. But yeah, spoilers to all these movies. Uh, not that we're spoiling much. Oh, he stole that guy's pizza. Princess Mononoke was episode three. I said yes. Nathan said no. And then Nathan grew up and we both <laughs> said yes. I saw the light. This is a... <laughs> Because it's great. He said, he, 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 "Isn't it so good?" Yeah, it is great. You you saw that weird dear God thing, you know, and you and you saw the light. Nathan, this is a obviously from Studio Ghibli. It's an amazing film. The animation is incredible. Mm. The English voice cast is actually really strong. As Christian well, Bell rocks up, I think. Um, no. Oh, that's no, the no, other no. one. That's House. Yeah, that's that's House Moving Castle. Settle Christian down, Bell Nathan. should rock up, just as Christian Bale, frankly. <laughs> he de- he definitely should. But yeah, this is a great film that incorporates uh, lots of different themes into an accessible way. I think uh, the animation, like I said, is outstanding, mm. and it's a great little tale with lots of different twists and turns that you don't necessarily see coming so no thumbs up from me yeah thumbs up from me too it stands out as the ghibli ones i've seen a couple more since we reviewed it and it's still one of the best so and also start with it great first film for ghibli so give it a watch it's a good time (laughs) jurassic park um we both said yes and it's and we kept it the same because it's so good, Brenton. Dinosaurs on the loose. You know, bloody attacking Newman from Seinfeld. What more would you want? It's a good time. You know, um, I think what makes it stand out above the other Jurassic Park movies as well is that it really is trying to say something. You know, it really has that thematic depth that I think the sequels lack in that sense. 
Like the other, I think the sequels are trying to just be, yeah. more, you know, monster movies. So yeah, I agree. I think I think this one set up the main theme, which is obviously man versus nature, and it and it really pulled through with it and explored some different ideas with that. Um, and it to me, it's still probably probably the best out of the franchise. I think uh, it's a again, it's similar to Rocky in the sense that it's a classic staple of cinema. I think people are weird if you say you haven't seen it. You know, they're like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it holds up today. The effects are amazing oh. still in the sense of like it uses all those amazing animatronics and whatnot and uh yeah it's such a great time uh what more could you ask from from a from a classic movie pizza time spellbound was episode five and we both said yes and we both continue to say yes because it is a classic hitchcock film that not enough people talk about today we were spellbound we were spellbound by spellbound (laughs) nathan this is a ride that took us all over the place it was kind of a thriller a psychological thriller to be specific with some fantastic skiing scenes but also like who doesn't love an amnesia plot brenton you know (laughs) that's staple of cinema and video games. Exactly. But I think I think that this one pulls it off well. You know what I mean? Like, I know that yeah. that's kind of the stereotype and and whatnot. But um, this this does pull it off well. Again, it's got lots of twists and turns. But not only that, I think that the filmmaking is is um, of such a high caliber that it's worth a rewatch. I've watched this since and I am I'm I was still uh, uh, taken by it then. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I'd recommend Spellbound. I don't make this your first Hitchcock. It's a little bit, you know, you got to ease into it. Beautiful score. Great acting. And yeah, man, if you want to go skiing, this G's you up like nothing else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Godspeed, Spider-Man. West Side Story. We both said no. <laughs> we stuck with our nose. <laughs> and uh, in hindsight, Brenton, you know what? This is going to sound very weird. I'm actually a little bit kinder to it in hindsight. Really? In what sense? I don't know how you feel, but I don't think it's good. I, th- I think I think this movie has a lot of issues. <laughs> but like I think the soundtrack has stuck with me and I, I hum myself some of those tunes, you know, from the time. Yeah, uh, for me, the best thing about this film is actually the soundtrack. It's actually the music, which I think mm. is great. But for me, uh, this storyline, uh, it, it's, it's got an unfortunate case that it's based on one of the uh, greatest stories of all time, which is Romeo and Juliet. And I think that there's uh, versions of this story that are done better than this film. Yeah. So I don't actually know. For me, for me, it's never really stood out, um, which, you know, um, is, is not necessarily its fault. But it is at the same time. Uh, I think I've seen heaps of people love this movie, and I just don't understand the the absolute adoration of it. Is my point? I, I think both thumbs are still down. Yeah, thumbs still down. Same. Sorry, West. Get better. <laughs> oh. oh. Emerald City, episode four. Jesus Christ. Like, what, does, what more is there to say about this dumpster fire, Brenton, that we both said no to? <laughs> well, we, we both said no to, and because, to be honest, dude, it's actually become quite a cult thing on the show that we always reference this film as the thing that kind of broke uh, broke the camel's back to a certain oh. extent. This was the first film that I think we both uh, kind of hated to a certain <laughs> degree. Uh, Just because we knew the potential of what you could do about a, so- a story set in Sydney, about moving from Melbourne to Sydney. Totally. Uh, and and um, the unfortunate... Uh, thing about that is that we're both Australian and this was the first Australian film oh. that we reviewed. So unfortunate timing. Um, for me, it's still a no. I've yeah. never really thought about this film. Poor Nicole Kidman being roped into this project. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. I remember. I remember. If there's anything that saved it, the the screenplay, or because it's based on the the play itself, was pretty good. So maybe you could see this as a play. But until then, mate, it's not worth watching this movie. Nah, nah. Fuck it. Bloody drown in the river, Emerald City. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Episode number eight was Network, which we both said yes to. And Nathan, it's one of the best films we've ever reviewed on the podcast. I'd say oh, it's up there easily. 
One of the highlights. There's a caliber of film that we talk about on this show, and this was actually the first film that probably I would say entered that caliber of, of the films yeah, that we've reviewed. The higher levels. The higher know? levels, and it's and it kind of uh, surpasses uh, the technical aspects of filmmaking and goes into somewhere that is just um, so poignant, so awesome, and something that we both love. So uh, definitely one of my favorites that we've reviewed on the show. Oh, this yeah. is and it's so relevant. Totally. That's one of the like. That's one of the best things I can say about it today in 2020. Jesus, you like people like, have to watch Network, like or go see the Broadway play, or just hear this story because like the hindsight for this film in the 70s to say what it's saying is just insane. Absolutely, like the foresight. Like some of the best performances oh. I think in the history of cinema are in this film. Uh, I think the ensemble is yeah. incredible. I think the filmmaking is incredible, and the screenplay is chef's kiss. Guys, watch it. What are you doing? Why are you listening to us? Watch Network. Get out of here. Don't tell Harry. Bridge on the River Kwai. Brenton said yes, and I said no in our initial review, but then I, you know, came to my senses and I said yes to Bridge on the River Kwai. This is not a film I think about a lot, Brenton, to be honest with you. Like, I love the alchemists in it, you know, bloody, you know, taking orders about a bloody bridge and saying, man, being a war prisoner sucks. Where's my lightsaber? But you know what? Like, looking back on it, it's a, it's a quiet kind of meditative tale on, you know, on endurance, and I, I think that I think that's worth celebrating. Uh, I really like the Bridge of the River quite. I agree that it's not something I necessarily think about all the time, but I think it's a great movie. Mm. And every time I do think about it, because I have thought about it since we've reviewed it, uh, I'm filled with fond memories. Um, and I love the poster to this movie as well. It was the first poster I think <laughs> I quoted that I poster. could hang on my wall. Uh, it's a fantastic film, and if you want to watch a classic movie with some great performances and something of this era and this style, you can't go past it. I think it's a good choice to put on. Leave me alone. Rocky 2 was episode number 10. I said no, and Nathan said yes, and then we kept those same opinions, and I'm just flabbergasted as to why I said no. You said no, no to Rocky 2. And, and then I backed up my opinion with the that I thought it was, um that yeah, I agree with that. Rocky 2 is probably up there with like the best of the Rocky franchise. Um, It's way better than it's the great. first one, so I'm saying it right now. I'm changing that to a yes. I can't understand why that was a no to begin with. Uh, it takes oh. the relationship, one of the relationships I love from the first film, which is the relationship between Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa, and it takes that to the next level while still going deeper into the other relationships in Rocky Rocky's life, going deeper into Rocky as a character. And there's not there's not much more you can ask for from a from a film. It, it, no, it has a scene where Sylvester Stallone chases a chicken. Like, <laughs> what more could you want? What you more know? could you want? Oh, that chicken scene, Nathan. Oh, gets me in the feel- mood for some chicken soup or something. You know what I mean? Are they gonna run? Are they gonna be pies, Brenton? We'll have to find out. <laughs> we will find out eventually. Give me a rent. Do the right thing. Episode eleven. We both said. Yes, to um the only Spike Lee film, sadly, we've done the podcast so far. So far, Definitely, sadly, yeah, yeah, and and kept it the scores the same. God, what you know? What what a great insight as to like a community snapping. Mm. You know what I mean? And I feel like now in in this troubling year that we've had, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see this community under the pre- for radically different reasons, of course. But like to see this community kind of at the boiling point and seeing how they respond to yeah, it. Yeah, totally. I think for me that this movie falls into that category of kind of like the Bridge of the River Kwai. It's something that when I think about, I think about it fondly, and I think about the messages of this movie, and I'm really taken by the characters. Mm. But I don't think about it often enough. I think. Um. So it's kind of no. It's not necessarily my favorite film I've reviewed on the podcast, but I can't go past. No, it's. It's good, but it's not excellent in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I, I can't really go past it, though, in the sense of, like, of what this is trying to achieve. I think um, the themes, it hits homes, and it's and it's worth a watch, without a doubt. Samuel Jackson, keep on radioing. You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door! Episode number 12 was The Last Temptation of, of Christ, uh, which we both said no. Boo. Which we both said no to at the time, and uh, we stuck with that. Nathan... Boo. Okay, 
here we go. This is my first controversial opinion of the show. I'm changing my Don't you I'm changing dare. my review to a yes. No. I think No, Brenton. I do think this is worth a watch. Stop it. Get out. <laughs> I do think this is worth a watch. I think this is getting at some interesting um stuff when it comes to religion. Why? And uh, hey man, I know that this film has issues such as uh Harvey it's Kurtel's so interesting long. performance as Judas. It's very long. But um I was really taken by it and I watched it again. I think I mentioned this on the show. I watched it again since then and uh mm. I, I ch- it changed my mind. I think um I think it's worth a watch and if you if if it's something that interests you and you're a Scorsese fan, it's worth a watch, dude. And Willem Dafoe, mate, it's it's a great performance as well. I don't think Brenton saw it again. I think like he just had a fever dream via divine intervention from like God himself to give a <laughs> thumbs up to a Jesus film. No, I don't was do it. My I thumb's was accepted by Marty Scorsese himself. Go away, temptation. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Blade! Oh my God. Oh, Blade. Oh my love. Episode 13. We both said yes because, oh, it's just... It's just a good time, isn't it, Brenton? Oh, Blade. Oh, I love him. I time. love that we're getting a new one. And I love this old one exists. Oh, see, you know what? I don't I don't really need the new I don't really need a new one because this one is just so good. I have such a fun time with this. It's kind of all over the place. It falls into that category of just like stupid, silly fun. And mm. and it just takes that to the next level. I, I love the action scenes in this. I love I love the interactions between the cheesy characters and the villains, especially, are just ridiculous. Oh. The climax of this is just so much fun and just so stupid and adult and and that's all i can say it's a fun time a great movie to watch with your mates absolutely like like drunk night with your mates perfect candidate absolutely yeah. yeah we haven't touched the sequels yet either but you know hopefully we will and love them just as hopefully much. we will love them just as much because i am in love with blade oh what a legend oh s- stab me now <gasps> impressive your parents must be very proud. Episode number 14 was Silence of the Lambs, which I said yes to and Nathan said no to, and then we stuck with those opinions. Nathan, this is like, this is one of the reviews on the show that I just, I can't necessarily forgive you for, like, your opinion on it. <laughs> I, like, this is... So, he just, he looks at me and he's like, shame. Silence of the <laughs> Lambs is just an instant classic. It is everything you could want for mm. um, when it comes to cinema, especially thrillers. Um, the performances in it are, are great, obviously, and they're very uh, famous. Um, some famous scenes are in this. The screenplay is great, but also just the way it's, the way it's made and the way this movie unfolds and the way it's edited um, keeps you on the edge of your seat, even if you've seen it before. And um, some of the some of the the scenes in this are just so memorable um, for various different reasons. There's everything in this movie, and uh, I love it personally. It's one of my favorites. Nathan, in hindsight, I'm an idiot. I'm giving this one. Oh, mate, up. I'm so glad you came around finally. Because you know what? I don't. I still think this movie is fine, but I still think you have to see it. And it's fine. Don't have high hopes, but it'll get you through the night. Precisely, mate. I'm so happy. I live with my aunt and uncle. They are proud. Predator, episode 16. You said no and I said yes. Now, this is also a point of contention for me, buddy. Because Predator, what a great time! It's a, it's bloody Arnold Schwarzenegger in a, you know, Vietnamese forest, you know, chewing up shop with an alien. Like, it's 80s action to the extreme and it's so much fun! Nathan, unfortunately, I can't actually change my opinion on this because I've never thought about no! this movie again, unfortunately. This, this is going for the same kind of uh, uh, feeling I think that Blade is going for, but I think Blade is such a better time. For, so for me personally, I've never thought about these characters again i've never really thought about the monster of the predator again even though i, mean, I think it's me neither I, even though i think it's a really cool design for a monster and i can see why it was people were taken by it but apart from that look mm. i appreciate what it's set up but um yeah i just have no desire to watch it again unfortunately sorry oh it's good if you want cheesy action from the 80s and like good cheesy action with good choreography and like like as a child like put Mate, this on for a kid that, even though they're probably not allowed that to. bro <laughs> handshake is like something else ah! 
Episode number 17 was Boogie Nights, a Paul Thomas Anderson film uh, starring Mark Wahlberg and his appendage. We both said yes at the time. And, uh, and we Like every other Mark Wahlberg film. <laughs> exactly. And we, and we stuck with the yeses. Nathan, this is a great film. Um, it was mm. featuring a fantastic haircut. <laughs> that we've we've often oh referenced goodness. on the Don show Cheetle. as well. Don Cheadle, what a still! Uh, but <laughs> it's the reason we do the still section. I, like, I don't. Thank you. I Don don't Cheadle. know necessarily if I think about this movie all the time, but at the same time, I can't really think. There's movies like this, but I'm glad it exists, and I'd, I'd I'd happily watch it again and and still enjoy it just as much. But in saying that, it's probably not one of my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson films, but that's okay. Um, mm. I still think it's executed really well. Performance is great. Screenplay is amazing, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty. It's I a agree pre- with it's all a, that. It's a pretty good movie, and I can't really say no to to watching it. So that's that's where I kind of exactly. Exactly. Every time you want to watch porn, just don't do it. Watch this instead. It'll be a better time. Nathan, that is probably the best piece of advice you've ever given on the show. Congratulations, mate. (laughs) Thank you, I've peaked. (laughs) Stings, doesn't it? Deliverance, episode 18. Uh, Brenton said yes, I said no, but then looking back, I changed it to a yes, so we both said yes to this movie. Um, who doesn't love canoeing down a river, Brenton, and then things just inevitably fuck up, like, in the worst way? Yeah, man, this movie's great. Um, I, I, I have fond memories of watching this movie. I, I think it has always mm. held up. It's slow. You gotta, you gotta be patient Oh, yeah, with totally, it. Like, but I think it holds up, and I think the way it builds that tension, and when things escalate, they really escalate, so it's worth it, you know? It, it earns its stripes yeah. of, of that pacing at the start, I think. John Voight, what a, what a great performance, yeah. you know? Burt Reynolds, we all know a Burt Reynolds who goes on this trippy for some reason thinks he can claim the land. Like <laughs> he's like, I'm he's like, I'm trained for the wilderness and then just gets fucked up immediately. Like <laughs> it's great. Precisely. Yeah. I, I I definitely recommend this. Just know that it goes to dark places, but that's one of the best things about it as well. Like this podcast, Brenton, we too go to dark places. Oh, we do. <laughs> oh no, Brenton, we're coming to a cliff. Look out, buddy. Protected you in high school, now I'm gonna kick your little ass. Episode 19 was Braveheart, which we both said no to, and, and we stuck with those opinions. Nathan, this was a hell of a. Like, I remember this episode, recording this episode, more so than the film itself. Oh my god. My it was goodness. Such a that mission, was such like. a mission that <laughs> to get that episode recorded. But hey, we're not here oh to talk god. about that. We're to- here to talk about the movie. The movie is very long. Oh, so long. It's so long. That's the. Well, that's my first point on it. And, uh,. I don't know if it really, um, obviously this is quite a famous movie and, you know, was very well received, but for me, um, there's lots of other films that I think are, that are, um, worth watching over this, lots of more historical epics, let's say. Yeah, I feel like this, this story would be better told like a BBC miniseries or something like that, like, I don't, I don't need Mel Gibson's balls just flashing about (laughs) in his bloody kilt. No, look, I, I, I think this movie's got a lot in it and, um, you know, there's a lot of content, but for me... Like, like YouTube the speech. Yeah, but for me, the quality is not always there, personally, and um, I think there's a better thing to yeah. watch. It's like Brenton. <sighs> Cats. <laughs> Jesus, episode 20. We got here, listeners. Nothing more needs to be... We could just sit in silence for the next minute for fucking Cats. This is this is actually not the 2019 one. This is um, the, the stage show that they filmed for God knows whatever reason. Nathan, I'm so, I'm so glad we watched it, though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so glad that... I'm not. I'm, so- I'm still angry. We did I, this I, I'm episode, so glad Brent. that we both watched this and we both gave it a no and we kind of discussed oh. the like the misunderstanding or like the lack of understanding or, or knowledge of why this was made and but the, that discussion we had on the oh. podcast. I think it was an important one to have because if you love Cats the Musical,
physical. I genuinely don't know what's wrong with you, but there is something wrong with you. No, there is something wrong with you. Listeners, you should have seen the fucking grin on Brenton's face when he came into my home that day with the DVD ready, just like, oi, hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to watch Cat. But you know what? That's more of a reflection of me having uh, someone who owns the Cat's DVD. Actually, yeah. You know what? Fuck you, Brenton. <laughs> <laughs> Not the movie. Fuck you. Look at little Goblin Jr. Halloween was episode number 21, and we both said yes to it. Dude, before we were talking about Deliverance and the way to build tension, man, this movie does it oh. so well. One of the better examples of tension as well, like if you want tension in the movie, this is where you go. Like, and towards the end, it goes into kind of stupid fun territory at the same time, but it's always... Yeah. It always earns it almost, you know? Like, those scenes at the start with, um, yeah, no, with Mike kind of, like, standing and staring at people and just, like, being in a car at points and whatnot and just, like, seeing things from his point of oh. view. like Just really weird and creepy. <laughs> simp- simp- simply done, but um, has great effect. And so uh, I remember you and I watching this mm. together and the way we were reacting to it. This is a great horror film to just sit down and watch. It holds yeah. up. You and I were both, like, screaming on the couch, being like, whoa! <laughs> like, it's yeah, good I'd, fun. I'd, I'd, also, not that scary. No, like I'd love to watch this again. No. It's fun. It's creepy. It's, yeah. it's it's good, and the climax is wonderful. So, what more could you ask for? She had her knives out. Gonna cry. Twenty one was before sunrise, and we both liked it because we love Ethan Hawke just bloody waltzing about Europe, picking up women left, right, center. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's 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 probably the cutest movie we've probably reviewed. Like, it's probably the sweetest in that sense like yeah it's it's like as a film it's not like there's it's not really a a piece of cinema that you're gonna go oh you gotta go to the theater to see that this is just a really nice sweet time it's like it's raining outside you got your girl with you and you're like oh let's make out while we watch this but at the same time the same time i think about this and i think that there's a in a lot of ways this could have gone very wrong like because it's so simply told it's just two people that you have to like because you spend like basically a day with these two people and if you didn't like them the film Mm. would just fall on its face so uh props to the screenplay and props to the two actors and the chemistry and obviously um, the direction as well. And, uh, and to be honest with you, I'm just waiting for the fan edit with Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman. I'm not, but uh, hey man, uh, I'm happy for you if that's what you're after. Make it George. Uh, I don't feel well, I'm going to go to sleep. You Only Live Twice was episode number 23 <laughs> and it was the beginning of the Bond fiasco as I like to call it. Yeah! No, not yes, because we both said no to this movie and we kept we upheld oh, those opinions. We? This is the one where, um, where oh, what's his face? Sean Connery was Bond and he he and he and decided to become Japanese towards the end of this movie and, in one of the worst disguises ever. Uh, Nathan, oh my God. that's all I basically remember about this movie, which is all I can really say about it. I remember watching this for like two and a half hours or something or it felt like that and you and I were just both <laughs> sitting there and you and I were both just sitting there and kind of like mulling about watching this and um, for me, it's the same issue with a lot of these is that it's just kind of boring, it's dull in terms of its pacing and drawn out and you know what, the moments of action... And also are- racist or misogynistic or both. <laughs> oh, totally. Those issues are just like the cherry on top. Like, um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. But take Technically speaking, like the moments in it that like you have like a great fight or or something, um, they're just undermined by all these other issues with it that um, and it's just not worth watching in my opinion. You won't have a bite. No thanks. Had a bite. Twenty four was the Exorcist, Brenton. Oh, Ooh. oh. Speaking of good horror movies we've reviewed, we said yes and kept it up. Oh, Brenton. Oh man, what a good time. What a what Mate, just this a is good time. The Exorcist is. This is a great film. Like you know a what? level filmmaking. 
One of I the agree. best. Because at the time, like I, I think I said it was good, um, but I've uh, my opinion's grown even more fonder with time. You know what I mean? On this Same. One, I think it's one of those things that really age well and you think about a lot. And I, and I can really understand why this was so significant when it came out. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mm. think people would have been really taken by this and uh, as I was. So I still think it holds up yeah. today. I, I still think it's horrifying in a very different way than something like Halloween. I think this is a lot more, it takes itself a lot more serious, seriously, even though there is some mm. very dark humour in there. Um, but... It's it's something that I think you could still watch today and still be um it have have the same effect on you. So um yeah, it holds up, mate, and I I really uh, endorse it. Me too. Change. Yeah. Big change. Episode number twenty five was Rocky three, which we both said yes to and have upheld those opinions. Nathan, Rocky three was uh just again takes the, everything to the next level. I don't oh. know if it's necessarily a better film than Rocky two, but hey man, Rocky three is just a wild fun time. Brenton, I have something to disclose. I think Rocky three is the best of the Rocky films we've reviewed. I I, I agree. It's my favorite personally. Like I, think it is it, my favorite too. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, I don't know if Rocky two is probably a better film technically, but Rocky three's got heart, man. It's so great. Oh. I love, I love, I love again, like my favorite character in the Rocky series is actually Apollo Creed. So I just love getting oh, to spend yeah. some more oh, time yeah, with this absolutely. guy. This probably has my favorite montage segment out of all these films. Oh my God. Personally. It, it's just It's incredible. got Eye of the Tiger. It's got Mr. T in it. It's got an actual tiger in it at one point. <laughs> like oh. what more would you want? It's beautiful. Nathan, Rocky 3 is definitely worth watching. Um, Get amongst it, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Well, hurry up. The Lamb Before Fucking Time, episode 26. Brenton had a brain tumour that day, so he said yes, and I said no. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And we kept it the same. Brenton, what are you doing? What are you doing on the show giving a thumbs up to Lamb Before Time? I'm upholding my opinion, dude. I think it's worth watching. No, don't, Brenton. <laughs> It's no good. Why? Why is it still... This is a classic in the sense of, I think this is a really cute movie. I think, like, for me, this is, like, a really cute movie with, like, enjoyable animations, enjoyable little characters that are just fun to follow, and a story that I think, especially young They're children, will get, we'll get, am- get amongst. And I think, like, as an adult watching it, I was just really taken by it, and I thought it was really sweet and, and, and nice. Uh, and made me. Made I literally me- wrote my will during this movie, Brenton. <laughs> hey, man, it made it made me feel like I had a heart, which was which was a nice feeling to have. This movie made me want to cut out my own heart just to end it. <laughs> <laughs> but Were then, Brenton, having- I couldn't find it because it wasn't there. Oh, I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of time. Episode number 27 was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which we both yeah! gave a thumbs up to, and we both uh, continue those opinions onward. Guys, this is a great movie. There's, there's not much else oh I can goodness. really say about this. This is just so oh, much fun. It's like when you hear from like an old friend, and you're like, I wonder how they're still going. You know, I hope they're still fucking up everything. Like, I'm, I'm not sure I can really name many films like this one as well. That's kind of like a historic, mm. epic period piece, you know, um, adventure film uh, that is doesn't take itself too seriously at the same time isn't really a drama it's just kind of a fun adventure and and yeah i i just really love this movie i've always loved it and i was glad when i watched it that it still held up and um yeah again it's probably one of my favorite episodes of the show too i think we both just had such a fun time with this um and it brought out it brought out that kind of young adventurous spirit in us both and we just we just loved it yeah fuck me they cleared it brenton what are you doing up there staying away from you 29 was twins. Oh my goodness. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Danny DeVito as twins. We've both said yes because we had our senses that day and we still do, Brenton. It's, it's still a thumbs up, right? Yeah, it's still a thumbs up for me too. But I can't actually oh. like imagine why it's a thumbs up. This is the most ridiculous premise, the most ridiculous film. It's so the stupid. The most ridiculous characters. But like, that's what makes it worth watching in a funny way. You know what I mean? Oh. 
I can't believe this movie exists. It's just one of those movies you're like, exactly. how does this exist? Exactly. Yeah. So, but the world is brighter because it exists. Exactly. It, and for some reason, it still has merit in our books. You know, we don't just go, oh, that was a fun ex- yeah. experiment that was just like a, a, a crashing car. You know, it just was like in flames. No, the movie's trying to be something. And you know what? If you want to feel good, this is a great movie just to feel good to if you're exactly. feeling a little bit down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's that 80s. It's like the perfect pick me up. 80s wholesome goodness is what I'd say. Wholesome content all the way, Brenton. Ooh, hashtag that. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? Episode number 30 was The Prince of Egypt, which we both said yes to and we both continued to say yes to. Nathan, this film, I don't know if it's the, it's not necessarily the best animation like ever made or whatever. Uh, people like hold it up to this no. really high standard that it's just this amazing movie. It not nece- it's, it's not necessarily that, but it's still really good and it's still worth watching. To be honest, I find it fine. I find it okay. Yeah. I think it's good, but I think you can do a lot better with animation. I think it's yeah. I think it, I think it's got heart as well. I think it's one of those movies that has heart. It's, you can obviously yeah. the the passion that's been behind this project, and and that really comes through for me personally. I love it because it's one of those. It's one of my favorite stories. Uh, the story of Exodus. Um, so it was it was nice to see it uh, done in this way, and I think it's a really uh, solid telling of it. So um, yeah, I think I think kids would yeah. love this. I Listeners think don't know this, but Brenton this. actually recites the Exodus before every episode of the podcast. I do. It takes us about two hours because I go into uh, intricate detail. Oh, jeez, Brenton. When will you ever stop? Never. (laughs) You could have taken that guy apart. Now he's going to get away with my money. 31, Brenton, was our first Christmas episode, and we sat down around the fireplace to watch It's a Wonderful Life, which we both said yes to, Brenton. And and I think, think especially for you, this is also in that ranking of one of the best we've done. Oh, for me, for me, this is one of my favorite, this has gone, uh, this has actually become one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, it's a Wonderful mm. Life. I love this movie. And I, I find I it's I, good. I think it's good. I don't know what more to say about it, to be honest. I just, uh, I've, I've talked about it so many times on the podcast. I just love it so much. Um, I think it's a story that's really important. Just I kiss think already. It's a story that people can relate to. And uh, yeah, I will kiss. So uh, Nathan, you take over while I while I just uh, give this Ooh. a speech. Oh, he's making it with It's a Wonderful Life, friend. <laughs> Listeners, how, how erotic <laughs> for, our, for our two-year anniversary. Oh, geez. W- words, we, words we never thought would be at, at uttered on this show. But anyway... <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh no! But yeah, no. It's it's honestly one of the best family movies. It makes you feel good, and it's it's now a wonderful life. It certainly is, Nathan. I missed the part where that's my problem. Oh fuck! I'm always getting the bonds. Uh, this was episode number thirty-two, <laughs> which was on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which again I said no to, and Nathan said yes to, and then Nathan came to his senses, and we both said no. Nathan, I can't even remember this movie from a bar of soap. I remember little aspects of it, maybe because you had to remind me before we came into this, so I could actually talk about it. Oh, Nathan, yes. look, it's the one with Diana Riggs in it, and I think that's why I liked it at the time. She's probably one of the stronger Bond girls, to be fair. But continue. She's great. You know, they're all in Switzerland with all those women in like the, the mountain and they're trying to sneak something in perfume or whatever it is like all the films we've talked about so far minus the bonds basically there's something memorable that you can latch onto them whether they're good or they're bad you know I, they stick out That's in my true. mind those episodes this doesn't stick out at all you know what i mean it's just nothing nothing in the world cheese 34 was thelma and louise um off the cliff we both said yes to it off off the cliff oh jesus all right there goes that ending (laughs) but honestly like the more i think about it the more i love it it's one of those movies for me personally brenton like it's it's just 
it's really interesting as a premise to see these two women kind of dive into crime and just see them like make so many incorrect decisions and then deal with those consequences on the spot. Like I know I think it's I think it's more intelligent than than I think it looks on the surface. Yeah, I I, I agree actually. I it's one of those movies I don't think I don't know if I ever need to really watch this again. But people should watch it at some point, right? Yeah, I I, I think that it's worth watching and I have really fond memories of watching it and I think it was well made. It had some great performances and and yeah, it's a great movie. So um and it's obviously really famous and it's got some famous moments in it that are that are actually hold up in the sense of like it earns those moments so yeah thumbs up from me for yeah. sure give it a watch young brad pitt get around it i surrender episode number 35 was the sixth sense which we both said yes to and then we both uh, continued to say yes uh 10 episodes later nathan sixth sense is probably i i'm gonna say it it's m night Shyamalan's best movie i'd say yeah i mean but that's not saying much though i mean look at it's, the body it's not of work. <laughs> but um this is this to me if you ever asked me uh on the street if someone ran into me it was like hey it's brendan from classic movie banter i'm like hey how do you know how i look you're on the logo oh right cool dude um i would i would and they said to me Breton, i need like a thriller to watch like a psychological thriller this is the one i'd like instantly recommend. <laughs> this very second quick <laughs> i would i would i would reach into my pocket as i always have it there and i'd just take out the disc for the sixth sense and i'd give it to you and i'd say hey pop that in that's on me and i'd just walk off you know what i mean that that is this movie <laughs> in a puff of smoke that, that's that's how i feel about this movie it's it's one of those in the genre in its genre that i think is just it kind of does a lot uh, really well, so I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think it's good. You know, not excellent, but good. But that's just me. Oh, Nathan, that scene at the end, though. Oh, boy. Oh. Raging Bull. Oh, boy. Oh. 36. We bo- One of my favorite movies of all time. Um, We both said yes to it. Still hold up. Yeah, obviously, I'm not changing my score. <laughs> like... Oh, this is now Brenton. This is what a good Scorsese film looks like. So, so fuck off with your last temptation, because this is this is a tour de force. Hey, man, I think um, I agree. I think this is one of Scorsese's best. Um, it's one of De Niro's best as well. It's one of Pesci's best. This is just oh. e- everything was like you know hitting the right spot on all c- cylinders. So, um, it's like if Rocky was if it's like if Rocky was radically more intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but mate, I think I'd rather be Rocky than this guy. Ooh. Oh, jeez, that's a fight I'd want to see in the battle royale. Yeah, it's just, it's great. It's also a great like meditation on like excess and like you know on domestic violence in the home and like it's the, and the corruption of a man. Like, yeah, it's it's fascinating. Absolutely, Nathan, agree. It's a great movie, one of the best. Well, it's taking the subway. <laughs> Episode 37 was The Castle, another Australian film that we decided <laughs> to review. I said no, and Nathan said yes, and then we upheld those opinions, much to Nathan's disappointment, because he really loves this movie. Even with my own mother on the show, Breton still upheld that opinion. She hates that I, I said no to The Castle, and mate, I, for me, it's still a no. I, I never really think about this. Uh, there's one joke in it that I that I kind of can see why it's quite worthy, which is the vibe of the thing, which I think is kind of uh. funny, but apart from that, you know, um, I don't I don't ever have the desire to watch this. I've, I don't... I, it's just, it's so iconic, Brenton. And like, I understand, like, if you're if you're Australian, you have to see this movie. It's not even like a like a you should. You have. But to. But I'm Australian, like, and I don't feel any better from watching this movie. You know what I mean? I don't walk away and go, <laughs> oh yeah, that's 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 you know, I I feel so Australian now. I walked away and went, oh. <laughs> you're scratching off your Southern Cross tattoo. It's like, oh, don't need this anymore. Yeah, scratching it off is what exactly what I'm doing. Hey guys, can we just come off tattoos, man? Oh my gosh, she just needs to use the elevator. Bonnie and Clyde, episode thirty-eight. Uh, it's very similar to Thelma and Louise. Uh, we both said yes, because um, this movie is outstanding, in my opinion. It's it's one of those ones I think more and more about, and I'm like, 
fuck, this is better than I thought it would be. What yeah, about dude. you? Yeah, I came into that episode and I wasn't really in the vibe to watch Bonnie and Clyde. Not that I really knew what to expect, but um, yeah, I was really taken by it. I, I watched... I watched Faye Dunaway, man. Oh, man. Like, again, we talked about... We didn't really talk about her in Network, but it's the second film that she was in that we reviewed. Oh. And every performance of hers I watch, I just think she's outstanding. She's probably one of my favorite oh. actresses of all time. I just think Same! I, I just think she's outstanding. And in this, she's incredible. Uh, there was no Oscar, you know controversy over this one yet so you know that oh, you know it's very beloved and you can see why they it's should have come out in the oscars in their costumes from the movie right absolutely they should have just done a scene live everyone would have liked that <laughs> well done you are useless you set them down tough guy episode number 39 was annie hall i said no nathan said yes and then for some reason i changed my opinion to yes which I'm going to change it back to no, actually. No! Because Brenton, <laughs> stop it. I'm going to. I'm changing it back to no. Like I've We have it recorded on air. Because when, when, when I was listening back to this, of you saying, no, I was too harsh on it at the time, and I think about it more, and it's great. Those were your words, Brenton. Yeah, that's fine. But I th- I've, I've, I've thought about it even more, and it's gone back to no. no. <laughs> like, I, I just don't really think about this movie that much. I, d- I don't really like it oh, all that much either. No, it's sweet. It's 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 probably Woody Allen's one of his best works. It's, it's what made him... It's, it's a landmark film, frankly. Oh. It's just, it's a great couple movie. Like, it's it's such a, it's such a like a, a truthful presentation of what a couple can be like. Like, I don't know. It, I think it's still so relevant. I think if you're a young couple going through shit, like, watch this. It's I, I disagree. I think there's other movies I'd rather watch than this, and I don't think it's worth a watch. So, but I'm happy to disagree. Speak of the devil. All right, the Godfather trilogy. Here we go. Episode forty. Godfather one. We both said yes to, and I mean. Tch- I mean, come on. We're recommending The Godfather. What a novel sentence to say. But <laughs> <laughs> How novel of us. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, I'm, there's not much more to say about this. The performances are great. It's it's well made. Um, the, the pacing's off, though, is the only thing I'd say about it. It's very yeah. long. Um, but it's, you know, um, for what it is in terms of um, what it's getting at, the, the style of movie, you know, you can't really go past it. And it is a classic. So um, And it's also a good enclosed story. Yeah. Like, it really says a lot. Totally. I agree. Yeah, and boy... The wedding in this movie, I tell you what, I want to invite to that party, Brenton. Mate, that wedding looked lit, man. I, I I hope my wedding is a third as good as that wedding, you know what I mean? And also as violent, Brenton. <laughs> Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> Get away from me, Marlon Brando. <laughs> Not now. Get your cotton out of your cheeks, boy. Spider-Man! I knew you two were in this together! So continuing the trilogy, episode number 40 was also The Godfather Part 2, which I said yes to and Nathan said no to, and we stuck with those opinions. Nathan, I think this is a good movie, mm. and I think it's I think it's one of the greatest sequels ever made. I think um it, it's as uh, it's as good as the first movie, and um I, I, it has the same kind of issues, I think, as the first film, but um in, in a lot of ways, I like the story that the second film is telling as well. I like that we're in two different oh, it's time so zones. it's unnecessarily convoluted, though. And yeah, it's convoluted, but I, I, was, I was taken by it, and I was still able to to follow along with what was going on and um i think it's was some of de niro's best work um i think it's pacino some of, i think it's i think it's pacino's best performance uh in these three films actually was in this one so um yeah probably but i just i wanted a better story brenton you know and like i don't know i don't feel like the flashbacks added that much to it and like just just rewatch godfather one in my opinion oh really yeah i think i think they're a double bill and i think it's worth watching both maybe not at the same time though because i watched all no, these God, back no. to not back. the way we did it oh that was that was oh, that was no. a time Hey, kiddo, let mom and dad talk for a minute, will you? Which also took us to The Godfather 3, Brenton. Mm. And, oh my god. Sophia Coppola, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah, look, Go back to making Lost in Translation. Look, you know what? In a lot of ways, it's probably not far off the other two. I think. Yeah, it's not that much worse. Yeah, like, it's, you know? but at the same time, like if like if for a third installment, it's just unnecessary and it's a drag. It's like Brenton. I, 
I'd never, I, I, yeah, no retort to that. I'd never watch this again, to be honest. So, uh, oh god, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is some, there are some very funny scenes I have watched on YouTube since. <laughs> where like, where, right? Where Sofia Coppola, you know, spoiler alert for this movie, you know, she has a big scene, and, and oh boy, is it great on rewatch. Big, big is an understatement. Nathan. Oh, actually, also the ending of this movie I've watched again on YouTube because it's so funny. I've actually watched the end of this movie on YouTube as well. <laughs> I think it was a week after we <laughs> reviewed so it. Actually, funny. I was like, I need to watch that again. What the fuck? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not coming back, Chief. Episode number forty-two was Breakfast at Tiffany's, which we both said yes to and upheld those opinions. Nathan, this is a mm. great film. This is so oh. wonderful. I love this movie. Iconic. I was actually thinking about it a couple of days ago. And uh, I just, I'm, yeah, dude, I think. I'm sure it's thinking about you too, Brenton. Oh, I'm sure it is. And it's just fantastic. I love this movie. I love the setting. I love the characters. I love the journey we go on. There's one thing I really don't love, which was just so. What don't you love just, about this movie? Which was movie, so Brenton. unnecessary, which was so annoying that could have just been so easily removed. What possible element? Mickey Rooney is just a disaster oh. in this movie. It's disaster walking. But, like, honestly, I want. <laughs> I want someone to do... It probably exists, but I want a fan edit where he's just removed from the film and I think would be an absolute masterpiece. Audrey Hepburn, like, there's a reason the poster's iconic because, like, what a what an amazing performance, you know? Very similar, actually, to um and Liza Minnelli as well in Cabaret. Yeah. That kind of woman, yeah. like, you know, cutting it through. Also a great cat. Person. Oh, mate, the climax of this movie with the cat. Oh, it got me in the heart. Oh. What about my generous proposal? So continuing our breakfast trend, we also did the <laughs> breakfast club, Brenton. Oh, Breakfast Club, how you err me. Brenton said yes, and I said no. We kept the scores the same. Brenton, are you changing this? No, I love this movie. Oh, why are we even doing this? <laughs> I don't want to talk about Breakfast Club. Why Why don't you like it? it? You just watch six teenagers complain for two fucking hours just about cliche adolescent shit. I have no patience for it, Brenton. You know what I mean? Well, for me, I love cliche adolescent shit, so I got... <laughs> <laughs> He <laughs> goes through it every day. It's just a reflection uh, on him. No, I do like this movie. I, I I really like the characters in this film. Um, I like kind of the journey they go on. And I think it's I think it's a fun uh, time. And it's a classic, dude. Like like I always feel good uh, watching yeah, I this. I know it's a classic. And it took me a while to watch it, to be honest. But when I sat down and I finally watched it, um, it didn't let me down. So um, I I walked away with something from this film. And uh, you know, we disagree. Yeah, but I did too. I think it's worth a watch at the end of the day, though. Are you in or are you out? It's you who's out, Gabby. Episode number 44 was a double bill as well when we went over some old Disney animations and we decided to review <laughs> Walt Disney's favourite animation, which was Bambi, which we both said no to and we upheld those opinions. <laughs> yeah. there's nothing. I've got nothing to say. It's just... I guess let's just sit in silence and just breathe, you know? <laughs> I can appreciate it for what it was at the time, but... I, I have no desire to ever watch this again. No, it's so weird. I remember I remember watching this at home and my housemate walked in on me watching this and they're like, why the fuck are you watching Bambi? <laughs> like, that was literally the words they said. And I honestly didn't have a good answer for them, Brenton. Question, would you watch the inevitable remake? Oh, Jesus, the live action one. I mean, they can only improve it from here, Brenton, so maybe. Well, I'd rather just go out and shoot a deer myself. <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 which I don't want to do anyway, So because I imagine it would be horrific, but I'd rather do that than watch the remake, so I won't be watching it. Oh, jeez. It was Brenton all along, listeners. Yeah, I was the man. Wrong answer! And so the other half of episode 44 was Fox and the Hound. I can't believe which, I said um, that. Brenton fuck said me. yes, and, the, and I said no. Yeah, why the fuck did you say yes to Fox and the Hound, Brenton? No, I'm saying I can't believe I said that about shooting a deer. But anyway, I, I agree that. Oh, right. I agree with my yes to Fox and the Hound. This movie is oh, a classic. What? 
I love oh. this. I mean, movie, the, dude. the the grandma. I remember her being amazing. Like oh. she just she melts the heart. Dude, there's a few uh, heart stopping scenes in this film. Uh, it's oh. it's great. It's worth a watch. Like uh, I I just actually you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna put my thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, dude, it's thing. amazing. Like I, there's... I'm changing it. Watch Fox and the Hound. I love this, good dude. Time. Like, the relationship between the fox and the hound and their friendship as it grows on, the way this fox is, it matures and it grows up and it has to face the many things that it faces in life as being, like, an outsider or being viewed as, like, a as, as kind of a plague on, 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 you know, the farm society. Like, it's just beautiful. Mm. And I love, like, how it grows up. I love the relationships with the, girl, with the girlfriend and whatnot. I like the birds in this movie. Nathan, it's just a fucking fun time. Oh, Fox and the Hound. What a classic. How'd you do that? Uh... Work out, plenty of rest, you know, eat your green vegetables. Episode number 45 was The Matrix, uh, which we both said yes to and kept those opinions. Dude, this is oh. a classic if I ever saw one. This is this is, like, this is one of the most classic films ever. Oh, right? like, man. This is just the era that it came out one. It, it, out in, out in the era it came out in, it just totally represents man. Oh, dude, the the way that like the action unfolds in this movie, the way that it informs the characters in this movie, like there's nothing like before this movie came out, there was like nothing like it, and there's been so many clones of the Matrix and the style of the Matrix, you know what I mean? But yeah. nothing has even done within it. the Matrix franchise itself, exactly. But no, nothing did it better than the original, and I just I love I love I love this movie, dude. I love the journey we go on. I like that all the cool ideas that are introduced that we explore about humanity and whatnot so um so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, my thumbs were still up all the way I w- i'd watch this again for sure same i'd watch it again too <laughs> 46 we're at Mad max brenton we're coming back to the australian movies and uh we both said yes to it uh and kept it the same oh look dude i'm i'm keeping my thumbs up because i think this was the first australian film that we reviewed that i i genuinely love i love this movie uh i think it's great i to be honest with you i don't think i do <laughs> okay i think looking back i might actually say no to the first mad max because i feel like you can watch the second one which is dramatically better without context for the first and still have a great time with it so i think the first one's still doing things that uh the others don't so i think it's still worth a watch in its own right <laughs> yeah and uh um, wrong and and i and i appreciate this mo- i appreciate this movie and i respect this movie a lot for mm. for what they went through to make it not that i know that really counts for anything in terms of the final product also you know goose so <laughs> yeah I, I think the final product is good enough and it stands up on its on its own two feet so to speak oh well done well good on you max Keep on running over those pedestrians. <laughs> Here's your change! 48, or... Oh, no, sorry. Episode 47 we're up to was actually Happy Gilmore, which I said yes to and you said no to, and then we, we kept those same uh, thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, out of all the Adam Sandler comedies, this is for sure my favourite. I love Happy Gilmore. But again, it's not a it. great body of work, Brenton. <laughs> oh, mate. this is, But this one, I, I actually think this is a classic in its own oh. right. I think I still it's, it still gives me the laughs. I still have laughs at some of the points in this movie. I, nah. think, I think it's a ridiculous premise. I love its take on golf and what it's saying about golf and whatnot oh, and trying to make golf a exciting and then comparing golf to ice hockey it's just ridiculous and um and obviously apollo creed makes a cameo as well so yeah like, and jaws know. is in this our favorite <laughs> exactly so 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 you know i feel like we were meant to to review this we movie, were meant Nathan. to do it in saying that though i couldn't recommend this to any mate so it's just oh don't watch happy gilmore like you can laugh at other things i think this is the perfect movie to watch with your mates so so oh. yeah, we agree to disagree. You're getting on my nerves. I have a knack for that. 48 is My Fair Lady. And oh boy, was she fair, because we both said yes, Brenton. We did. This is this is an interesting time, this movie. I think I think it's gotten better in hindsight for me personally. Has it has that 
done the same for you? Yeah, but I don't really think about it much, to be honest. Like, mm. it's not one that I've thought back on really that fondly or whatever. So, like, I'm going to keep my thumb up because I, th- I think it's still worth a watch. I think when you watch it, you'll still have a fine enough time. But, um, yeah, yeah, it, it has really... It's not my favourite thing we've done. No. And, like, I like Audrey in it, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's good. I, I think you should still watch it Um, for the English lessons alone because I'll boil it and improve your English, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I just think it's really funny to see this film kind of fuck up what it's trying to say about class when she goes to the races and that kind of stuff. Like, I think that alone is worth the price of admission. Totally, totally. Yeah, look, I think I think this is worth a watch, like I said, but I don't think you'll necessarily walk away going, My Fair Lady, oh, that's, you know, the best musical ever made. You're not going to... You're not going to walk away with that that feeling. Oh, thank you. Oh, have I been wrong about you? We sure showed him. What do you mean, we? Guys, why do I keep getting <laughs> You keep these? getting the oh. bonds. It's great. <laughs> Episode 1, number 49, was The Spy Who Loved Me, which we both said yes to, and then we both upheld those opinions, and I'm chaining my opinion to a no, no for this one. Brenton, no, I am. this is the one with Jaws. Apart you can't from the say fact no that, to Jaws. Okay, come on. Apart from the fact that this is Jaws, it has Jaws in it, what else in it do I remember it's got that I great underwater layer you know they go to Atlantis I, I'm sorry but I don't care again this I don't even oh. remember watching it really I just remember that there was a there's a big guy called Jaws in it with funny remember they teeth. go to Egypt at one point and they and it's like chasing Bond about like I, I can't remember to be honest dude so oh. um so yeah, like I, I, I just I gotta say no. Like again, these movies, I can't believe you're saying no to Jaws, Brenton. Oh come on, have a heart. I'm not saying no to Jaws. I'm saying no to the spy who loved me. Oh well, no, I'm still supporting our favorite henchman, you know. And it's a good movie. <laughs> it was fun. I had fun with this one. Love your Bond. Nah. I'm back! I'm back! <laughs> Episode fifty, Brenton. We're halfway there, and we arrive at Rocky Four, which you said yes to, and I said no to. Because uh, Brenton, this is a mess of a Rocky film, isn't it? It truly is, but it has some damn fine highlights, which kind of, which which which, which kind of like saw me through the film, to be honest. Like the the jacket, the uh, robot, you know the what beard? I mean? Like all the the beard, the uh, the training scene in the you snow know what, in Brenton? Russia. I'm changing it. I'm gonna give my thumb up to Rocky Four, <laughs> ha- dude. How much fun is this movie? Rocky it's just ridiculous. Was great. It's stupid. Stupid fun again. Oh. Like it's it doesn't really upkeep the the excellence that this the series kind of strived for uh, for towards this point. Mm. But at this point, the series just decides to have fun and just go stupid and throw. Yeah, which I do kind of lament because like I think the three were do were trying to actually say something. But like yeah, I think also knowing how shit five is, I think has made me be kinder on four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. But um, yeah, that jacket man. Ooh, oh. What an inspiration. My back. My back. Episode number 51 was Pokemon, the first movie, which we both <laughs> said no to and kept those opinions. Yeah, dude, I'm saying no to this. Like, I love Pokemon. I love all the Pokemons. I love he the rocked games. Up, he I rocked like... up in with all the merch today, listeners. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, all my Pokemons are just sitting here with me. No, look, <laughs> this movie is a film, though. It just isn't really doing anything. Oh, nah. The plot is kind of paper thin. It uh, it doesn't really have anything. It could have something interesting to say, maybe, but it doesn't really go anywhere with it. No, it tries to, but I, I think it kind of falls on its face a lot with it. Yeah, no, not... It, Basically tries to rely on the fact of the the nostalgia bait of Pokemon and there those characters are like your friends that you've kind of formed through other mediums. But if you watch this on alone and you didn't actually know anything about Pokemon, you'd just be like, "What the fuck, man? <laughs> what the and, fuck uh, are these animals? Why are they enslaved and they're getting them to battle each other?" Truly, dude. Truly, that's messed up. Pick up, pick up. Hate those things. 52 takes us to King Kong. Uh, not the Percy Jackson... Percy Jackson one, Jesus. Not the Peter Jackson one. <laughs> Although I'd love to see a Percy Jackson King Kong movie. That sounds amazing. But uh, this, is, this is from the 30s. And uh, we both said yes to it. 
Um, I don't know why, Brendan. I think I'm going to switch it to a no. I was actually thinking of doing the same thing, but I'm going to keep it as a yes because I think it's worth a watch. Why? Because I think, like, when you look at this and what it's going for, for the time it was made in, it, there's something that's worth appreciating here. Yeah. I don't know if you'd necessarily watch it with mates on a Thursday night and have a good time, no. but I still think it's worth a watch to see a piece of cinema that was doing something interesting with, like, the monster genre. Because, yeah. like, I don't love the monster genre personally, but... I, I kind of like this, so I'm going to keep my thumb it up. It does some it. interesting things, but honestly, like, yeah, I, I, I can't see my, myself recommending this to mates. Like, it's so stupid, that gorilla suit. Jesus. like Mate, that oh. cheeky Kong grin. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> I'm the new guy. New guy? Okay. Episode number 55 was Top Gun, which we both said no to, and we both continued to say no to. Now, this is the first film, aside from the Bonds, this is the first film, aside from the Bonds, that I can't really remember much about it. I just remember the cheesy yeah. music, and that's about it. Like it's just it's just people jerking off Tom Cruise for two hours. Like it's just <laughs> it's just it's no good. Like I don't know why it's revered as well. I guess in the eighties, like it was like it was such a of its time kind of thing. Like maybe if you were in the eighties, like maybe all the cocaine at the time would have fueled your love for it. <laughs> but honestly, dude, like the other films we've reviewed from the eighties, like I've loved so much more the than same. This movie. this movie for me doesn't really have that much of an identity. You know what I mean? Like no. I mean, the big conflict is, I guess, is Goose dies and and Mavericks, you know, wants to be. The very best, I guess. Uh, so the best that ever was. To catch them all is his cause. Pokemon. Oh, Tom Cruise, <laughs> do a Pokemon movie. They love me. Fifty six, Brenton. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. We did babe. Wow. We did babe, Brenton. And we said yes to the first babe. Which I stand by, actually. <laughs> I stand by that too. No movie has ever done what this movie did, Nathan, in terms of the no. way it was made, what it tackled, and the way it tackled it. I think this mm. is a great film that should be revered, you know? And really smart. Yeah, exactly. Like no one really talks about babe anymore. I know. I remember at the time you. people were all amongst babe, but nowadays not so much. I think it's worth another watch, guys. Yeah. Get amongst it. I, like, what says about the way animals are treated and like it actually goes to some dark places and I think I respect sure. the film more for it like it has that thing where it, it has where it builds itself as children's entertainment and it is but like it does something more than that and I think it changes the perception yeah. of it I still fucking hate those mice that are like the, the, the segues between each scene oh yeah we could do without those we could definitely do without but Brenton those. I think I know the reason why people don't talk about babe anymore you want to know what it is Nathan, could it possibly be episode number 56 in which we reviewed Babe 2, Pig in the City, and we both said no to it? I think it is, Brenton. I think that's exactly why. What? what the fuck is this movie? What is this movie? It's like George Miller got greenlit for another Mad Max film, but he thought... I know, he got he got greenlit for, for another Babe film, but he thought he was making a Mad Max film. And then uh, in the exactly. end, he realized that he had to swap back to a babe film, but he had the screenplay and the and the storyboards for a Mad Max film. And, and that's what we ended up with. This is nuts. This is the most... Bo- I think this is one of the most bonkers movie we've ever reviewed on the show. Oh, gosh. I mean, good on you for trying something different, George. But oh, Jesus it's Christ. Just like, it's just a, like an, an acid trip, like pipe dream that you just... You, I just don't understand what this movie is about. And it's so fucking weird. I'm grateful for it that we built a cinematic universe around it that we've now made our own little babe universe. But apart from that, don't go anywhere near this movie. I think it's actually dangerous for children, Brenton. <laughs> Shazam! Which leads us into 57. Speaking of dangerous, leaving Las Vegas, which we both said oh, yes to. Oh, mate, mate, mate. Oh. I think this is a great movie. This is a great movie. This is it's one a, of the better it's ones. Solid, it's a solid indie drama with a great performance from Nic- Nicolas Cage that yeah. is, is covering some content that, you know... I've. 
I don't think it's ever like co- this content's ever really no, been covered. It's a in good this take way. on alcoholism. Like it I really know, is. dude. Oh, I I really liked this movie. I mm. really dug this movie. I haven't watched it again since, but but I want to, dude. Same. I really want to get back into it. I mean, it. we yeah. watch a lot of movies for, like, for our living, so like, it's hard to rewatch stuff, but like... Absolutely. But yeah. this is one of the better... This really... Out of all hundred, this is really one of the better ones. I think like it's hard to fault. Like It's really smart in what it does, and I think it's also important. I think it's one of those films you should watch. Like, just for the, agreed. Just yeah. for a really good story that I think imparts some good lessons. Yeah, agreed, mate. Um, leaving Las Vegas uh, surprised me, and um, I was it was a happy surprise. We're not leaving Vegas anytime soon, are we? Go ahead, lay one on me. Really? Yeah, they'll love it. Episode number 58 was Escape from New York, which yeah. you guys to. I'm changing mine to a no. What? What are you doing? I'm, well, that's what I'm doing. I'm changing it to a no. Brenton, what a plot twist. What a stab in the back. This is one of those films I just don't really remember. I are just you kidding? I was like, 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 again, like for me, I, I just walk away from this and I, I don't feel much. I, I don't remember much and uh, I'm not that fond of it, to be perfectly honest. So, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to say no to Escape from New York. But Nathan, you're a big fan. So you tell us all the reasons why Escape from New York is awesome. Oh, listeners, oh, I don't know. I don't know why Brenton's just, just... Oh, I'm all nervous now. I'm all shaking in my boots. I don't know what, what's going on, but... Dude, you love it. Tell us all why so you love good. it. It's so it's, good. It's Kurt Russell. For some reason, the entire city of New York is like this like like post-apocalyptic prison. And, it's, and you just watch Kurt Russell running about through it, trying to find the president of the United States that's been kidnapped inside it. It's one of the best movies ever made, Brenton. It's so much fun. This should have been a franchise. <laughs> Go watch it now. Jigs up, pal. And the next movie we're reviewing is number 59, which was Seven Samurai, which I said yes to and you said no to, and then we upheld those opinions. Nathan, this is mm. such a great film. This is such an awesome film that everyone, I think, should watch at some stage and just appreciate what this thing's going for. And it does this storyline, which everything stole from. Everyone was like, let's do a Seven yeah, Samurai like literally set everything. in the West. Let's do it. Let's let's do it. Like, do this storyline in every single way. But I think this one does it the best, and I love this movie. Yeah, and like I, I, I acknowledge I'm in the real minority here when it comes to people who aren't a fan of this movie but i think the biggest reason for me is just it's so long like it is unbearably long and like you know we had had a fun time watching this in my house brenton you know the fire truck came we had a good adventure but like at the end of the day i just i just can't recommend this to people it's just it's too long there's too much going on in it it just it needed to be much more simpler and i think also because i've seen it imitated so much they've done it better i i i don't have time (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to hurt you Leave now. <laughs> I guess you haven't heard. I'm the sheriff around these parts. Okay. Episode number 60 was American Pie, which I said no to, and you said yes to, and then we kept the same opinions, and I'm keeping my no. Like, oh! no way. <laughs> no it's way to good. American Pie. Now, this is a classic, friend. Is it? This is a verified classic. Is it? Right, American Pie. It's funny. You were laughing a lot in this movie, weren't you? You were laughing a fair bit. I remember some jokes. Like There was jokes in there that are that are classics that everyone kind of knows. Remember when he drinks the sperm in the beer? Oh, yuck. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh. oh yeah no not for me not not for me at the end of the day i'd like you know I'd, I'd watch this i'd honestly watch it again if everyone else was watching it and i'd just sit there and kind of wonder why we're watching it to be honest um that's what samurai needed it needed some american pie didn't it where do all these guys come from Brenton, what the fuck is this movie roster like <laughs> like what what, what, what have we what? chosen some weeks well doing because 61 was inspector gadget oh gosh. we watched inspector gadget and to no one's surprise we said no like what is this movie i'm not too sure what inspector gadget was going for what was trying for or what market we were really going for to be honest with inspector gadget starring matthew Podrick. but mm. you know as much as i said no to it there's still moments in this that i kind of laugh and i enjoy it and i laugh at i enjoy laughing at this movie and and what it was and 
I remember having fond memories of it as a kid and thinking it was cool for some reason. But um, I mean, yeah, it's not a great movie, so I'm going to keep no. my dough. But um, if you want to laugh at something, you might want to pop it on. Oh, just no, don't even pop it on. Just like YouTube a single scene. That's like that's all you need. Yeah, where um, yeah, where sure. the where was it? The the scientist gets his nuts grabbed or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. Oh god. Jesus. <laughs> oh, this movie. This is something else. License to Kill was another Bond episode that we did on episode number 62, and we both said no to it. This was Timothy Dalton as Bond. I remember that. Yeah. And I I remember liking him, but again, it couldn't couldn't overcome my vitriol for this franchise, and I again said no, so I'm going to stick with that. I think this was the real turning point where you were just like, I'm done with this franchise. (laughs) I don't know how many more of these I can do. I think this one did me too because I really liked him as Bond and I liked what he was going for and the film mm. just wasn't up to it. You know what I mean? So I think that's why it pissed me off so much. So yeah, look, it's not worth watching again for similar reasons, but um, it could have been worth watching and that's why I think I don't like it even more. Benicio Del Toro, you know what I mean? He's he's in this causing a ruckus, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's always causing ruckuses. Nah, give it a pass. You know, not magnificent. Magnificent! Wow. Buddy, love the new outfit. This is exactly what I need to scoop Parker. Which segues us onto a much better movie, Brent. In episode 63, Pulp Fiction, we gave thumbs up to. Ooh. Yeah, Tarantino. I mean, could you ask for a more iconic film? I mean, literally every scene in this movie is iconic. Dude, like, what is there to what more is there to say about this? You don't you don't need to hear from us that you, you should watch us. Pulp Fiction. Just go watch it and let's have a fun discussion about it. This movie's great. I don't know if it's ten- my favorite Tarantino, to be per- perfectly honest. A lot of people are like, this is the this is the staple Tarantino, and that might be so because it's kind of implementing all of his Tarantino isms into yeah, one. Yeah, it's movie, what really brought him I mean? into the world in that kind of sense. So like, well, I agree, it's not my favorite Tarantino. I think he's done better work. Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 hard to not see this movie. Like, there's just too much of it in pop culture. Like the dialogue, the characters are just outstanding, and um, yeah, it's a great movie. So give it a watch if you haven't already. Yeah, I know. And if you, and if you have already, give it another watch. Why not? <laughs> watch it again. That's in order. Give me uh, give me some of that web action. See you, chump. Episode number 64 was Two Hands, which was another Australian film uh, starring Heath Ledger, which we both said yes to. And and I'm, I'm still going to say yes to this yeah. because uh, even though it does have issues, even though that subplot with the dead brother oh being God. the ghost yeah, that's the narrator, that yeah. if you got rid of that, it'd be way better. But aside from that, it's a great film. Heath Ledger's awesome in it. Uh, Rose Byrne rocks up and is kind of oh a weird, goodness. wacky performance. She's so um, weird in this movie, but I love it. Oh, it's great. But like as a, as a film, like... um. It's it's a really I think it's a really interesting movie actually like it's, mm. it it kind of it, it's got a great premise it's actually weirdly yeah. simple for what it is like totally it's got some dark comedic darkly comedic moments which I really enjoy such as a a bank robbery scene which oh was a real highlight of the film and yeah I I think it's a really worth a watch and um it's got a lot of heart and it's um it's hard to put it in a box this movie so I like it for that as well it features the Sydney monorail automatically five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Riddance. Which leads us on to 65, Brenton, the court jester. Ooh. Jesus, you said yes, and I said no, Brenton, and I wonder why. It's no good. Oh, come on, man. Like, this is worth a watch. Like, this is a movie that not many people know about, but, like, in terms of its genre, in terms of what it is, if you want a film that's, like, kind of in that musical comedy, like, genre, like, from, like, way back when... 
this is something I don't think you can look past. It is so. It's te- from a bygone era. This movie. It it totally is, and it's and it's and it's and it's one of my personal favorites now. Actually. actually, not in terms of films of all time, but things like from this style and from this um, point in history. I think oh. it's really worth a watch. It's like pantomime. It's, it's like it's like pantomime on film. And if you love panto, then you'll love it. And if you don't, you'll hate it. Exactly. So all my British listeners, get amongst it. I think you're gonna really get into it. What does he say? What's all the stupid lyrics? All of them. They're a good time. Oh, dude! Like all the tongue twisters with the um. With the poison and the oh. pellet of yeah, it's just good times. It's a free country. It's not rent-free country. Uh, number sixty-six was North by Northwest, which we well, hey. both said yes to. Oh boy, dude, it's a great movie. It's an it's a fantastic film, actually. Yeah, actually, one of the really better ones we've done on the show. The more I think about, it, the more genius I think it is. For sure, mate. You know that scene in the auction where he goes. Off. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great, what a great performance, dude! Like, I, I, I just really love this, and and I'm and I've watched it again since. And um, when I watched it again, I, I was enjoying it just as much, even though I knew oh. like obviously what happens and where it goes. But uh, but yeah, man, what a time! It's so it's what just a, a great adventure movie. He's just traveling around the United States. You know, he gets chased by a planet by one point. Like, if you just want a good adventure, like kind of like Indiana Jones, but a little bit more like spy esque. Like, that's kind of what you get here. Totally, totally, and um. It doesn't take itself too seriously in places as well, but at the same time, it does. It's a, it's a weird balance it, it rides, and it rides it really well. So, yeah, thumbs up. Leave me alone. Give me rent. You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door! 68 takes us to, <laughs> to Russia, Brenton, to Dr. Zhivago, which we both said yes to. And I'm immediately changing it, Brenton. I'm not recommending Dr. Zhivago. Uh, I'm going to change it as well. I'm going to yeah. not recommend it. I really fought. I really fought for this one at the time, and I think it's. I think it's good. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a really good movie. Mm. I just. Uh, I can't see my, anyone else really watching it and getting enjoyment out of it. I to know. Be perfectly honest. It's, if uh, you're weird like me, maybe you will. But uh, yeah, for me, I, I don't think I'll ever watch this again. So it's so weird. Just Alec Guinness being like, "Oh, where's Doctor Zhivago?" Like. I just I, I can't do it. I, what a plot! What a plot, though. This plot is like it's oh Jesus! You can tell they put the whole fucking novel into this movie, and it just it suffers for it. Like it's like it is epic, and like there are good parts in it, like we admitted. But oh, it's just such a lug. And honestly, I, I think looking back on it, it just doesn't stick around. Nathan, you sound exhausted just from talking about it. Oh, Brenton, I I haven't exhausted for years <laughs> ever <laughs> since Russia. Oh no! Oh dear! Get the jacket on. Stings, doesn't it? Episode number 69 was Chinatown, which I said yes to and you said no to. It's one of those ones that I just never understood why you said no to it. Because Chinatown is absolutely fantastic. It is such a wonderful piece of filmmaking. And uh, it was actually the reason why I changed Zhivago just then to a no, because I, I knew Chinatown was coming up and I was like, how can I put them in the same caliber? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Chinatown <laughs> is just absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, again, another p- fantastic performance from Faye Dunaway, who's just killer in this movie. Oh yeah, again, she's always good. She's she's man, she's she's a hell of an actress. I think she's. I Brenton, I'm gonna here we go. I'm gonna give her a thumbs up. <gasps> I know there are there are no words I need to say. Even before this episode, I didn't think I was gonna give it a thumbs up. But you know what? The more I think about it, I'm like, you know what? Chinatown is a good. I'm I think I've gotten over my anger and bitterness that Chinatown itself is barely in the movie. Brenton, I love this movie, dude. Just go and knowing there's barely Chinatown, but that's okay. That's okay. Because we're in Chinatown. Protected you in high school, now I'm going to kick your little ass. <sighs> 70 is the Ten Commandments, Brendan. We're in the 70s. And we both like the Ten Commandments, and we're giving it thumbs up. Where do you sit on Ten Commandments right now, Brendan? I'm keeping it a thumbs up, dude. Mm. 
Try and convince <laughs> me why. Oh, I'm still on the fence. Tell me why. Okay, I've never seen Lawrence of Arabia, Nathan. And I have. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, so this is the thing. I think this is the difference between us. So I think this film is capturing what probably that film I understand captures in such an I epic scale right. at a time. Yeah. And for me, like, I was so taken back by this film. Again, I love the story of Exodus. Oh, jeez. And there's, there's so many points to this that I just really got amongst. Yes, it's from a time gone by. The performances are really classical in the sense of, like, they're, they're so over the top. They're so big. But at the same time, there was enough humanity into them that I could latch on to what was going on. And I was just really kind of taken by this movie. And, and I, I remember v- viewing it and um and liking it. Nope. No for me. Sorry. Oh. Look at little Goblin Jr. <laughs> for fuck's sake, I think guys. you're going to do all the Bonds this episode. This is great. Episode number 71 was The World Is Not Enough. And no, it was not enough because we both <laughs> said no to it. It's no good. Uh, this is the one with Robbie Coltrane, which is, you know, that's always a, a little bright star. In it. Yep. And the and the saw, you know what I mean? Oh Drop the God. saw down. and <laughs> Actually, maybe I should give this a thumbs up just for the saw alone. Just so <laughs> oh, fuck off. No way. No. This yeah, is not look, a good no. movie. I, again, what else do I need to say? I don't... I, like. I, Judy Dench is in prison at one point. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah, but like, you know, you were like to me, oh, the Pierce Brosnan ones, the Pierce Brosnan ones. And I was like, all I'm right, so Nathan, sorry. let's watch a Pierce Brosnan one. And then, fuck, man, you just let me down. This, this was the, my dig- biggest disappointment probably on the show was this movie. And uh, I still haven't gotten over it. I would say this movie is Pierce Brosnan's worst work, but it isn't because obviously we know the answer to that is Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia is fun in its own way. Excuse me? This is the guy that gave the key to the city to? I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. The King of Comedy is episode 72, and we both said yes to it. God, The King of Comedy is fucking excellent, isn't it? It's fucking... You know what? It might be my favourite Scorsese film. You know what? I think it might actually do that too. I think it might actually overtake Raging Bull. Really? For you? I think wow. so. I actually think that's so. A big, the more, that's a big That's a big thing. The, the, the more I think about it, this film is outstanding. Like, one of the best films I think I've seen ever. Same same here. Um, I It's it's gone up. It's in that caliber of network of It's a Wonderful Life for me. It's yeah. one of my favorites. It's genius. I think it is actual genius. And also, after seeing it, like, right before Joker as well, geez, it makes Joker pale <laughs> compared to this masterpiece. I agree. It does. It does. It, the things that Joker does, um, King Comedy does so much oh. better. Robert De Niro, he should be doing more work like this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hire Even him today. now. <laughs> He's actually a good guy. You're trash, Brock. Excuse me? Episode number 73 was Lord of the Flies, and we both said no to it, rightly so. What the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like this is a I good think this sto- is the film that started the special segment of which child performance do we find the most annoying? <laughs> I think it was, too. Um, look. It's a good story. At the end of the day, this is a really good story. But uh, just read the fucking book. Jeez, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't watch this. Or maybe there'll be a remake of it one day that does it justice. But at the end of the day, like, we don't need it. It's 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 it baffles me actually how much they fuck this up. Like, it's it's <laughs> like like just every like every single element of it I just loathe. And like, oh, I like the main kid. The main kid was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that you know. You, if if you if you taste one bad apple, you know you just throw away the whole bunch. Frankly, like you can't trust it. How was the um the piggy kid in this one? I remember he was so annoying, but so was the evil kid, the one that was always like, <laughs> like that was his voice. That was the whole movie just then, listeners. <laughs> you want forgiveness? Get religion. Episode number 74 was A Few Good Men, which I convinced you to give a yes to, so we both gave a yes to it. Yeah, you bullied me into it. This is one of my favourite court dramas, I think. I love A Few Good Men. I think it's got some real highlights. I I like Tom Cruise in this movie as well. I kind of like what this movie's about as well. Mm. Uh, And I think it's well made, and I think, obviously, it's a great screenplay from the great um, Sorkin as well. So, uh, you know, thumbs up for me. I I think it's definitely, without a doubt, worth a watch. What do you think, Nathan? Brenton. 
I'm changing my mind. I'm giving this a thumbs down. Why? I don't understand you. I Why? finally got the restraining order so Brendan can stop bullying me into saying yes to this. So, <laughs> Which is why it's so much more awkward to do the podcast. Genuinely, why? It's just, I don't think about it, Brendan. And, and not just for that reason alone. Like, it's got the famous court scene, which again, you can see, I think, without context on YouTube and you'll get it. Like, I, it don't, I don't think it's going in the places I wanted it to go. Maybe that's like a really subjective thing. I would argue that this film is more than the, just, just the court scene. Watch it. This could be dangerous. Peter, you didn't keep any, did you? Which leads us into 75 Road Games, Quentin Tarantino's favourite Australian film. Fuck you, Tarantino. Why'd you make us watch this fucking sh- Fuck this. Like, okay, Brendan just... hates... We both said no, and Brendan hates this a lot more than I do. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just think it was a waste of a fucking episode, to be honest. That's why it <laughs> pissed me off. It was like, you know, we just sat there and talked about this movie that I just had no... Nothing to say. Oh, I mean, we did fill that episode, and there are some good clips, listeners. Give, give 75 a listen. I was just like, don't watch it. That's basically <laughs> what I say. Don't the do end. it. The end. I don't know. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis at one point. God, this is such a weird movie. Remember that woman who like tries to jump off a cliff, and he, like, he saves her, but then she blames him? Totally. Oh, it's so weird. Don't watch it. I don't know what Tarantino's on. Oh, the boat getting destroyed in the motorway. That's a good scene, though. Is it? I think it is. You got any with nuts? Um, I have some nuts. I could make some. Go make me some. Oh, son of a bitch. Here I'm we in. Go. 76 was yeah. Tremors, which I gave a yes to, and Nathan gave a no to, and then you upheld that opinion. Nathan, you I'm have something idiot. to announce. This is a yes movie. This is easily a yes <laughs> Fuck movie. Yes. This is such a great This, this is, is such amazing. a fun time. This is not a great movie. No. It's, it, no, this, sorry. This is not a great film. This is a great movie that you can have so much ah. fun with and sit around with some mates and have just a blast of a time. It's 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 it's, it's a monster movie from the 80s with oh. a ridiculous performance from Kevin Bacon, but you still kind of like these characters as, as stupid it. and For as some reason, children are. like playing on roads of pogo sticks. Like, that's the way that they spend their time. Oh, mate. This is such a blast. Like, get amongst it. Get amongst those creature effects. Get amongst this oh. action. It is ridiculous, it is stupid, it is funny, and it is wild. It's the perfect film to watch with a bunch of mates in a few beers, like, oh. Oh, mate. Oh, let's watch it after the episode. Let's invite some people over. Right now. I'll pay you the usual rate. If you want the shots, I'll take the staff job. Double the money. And we did a double bill in 76, because we did Tremors and then Twister, Brenton. Oh, yeah, God. which really put things into perspective because Twister sucks. It's it's weirdly <laughs> dramatic as well. Oh, like for a tornado God. movie, they're going for such this weird like divorce drama amongst these tornadoes. Like I don't understand it. Do you do you remember like the technology in this movie? Like how the whole thing is like they're trying to like oh, scan God. the tornado or something. You know what I remember and- most in this movie? It's <laughs> it's Philip Seymour Hoffman Brenton. Him and his weird ass performance. It's like he knew that this film was tanking, and he was. Oh, like, he well, knew. At least I'm have. At least I'm having fun. He had a blast that movie, and rightfully so, because he's like, because everyone's so serious, and like no one's cracking anything, and then he's just like, woo, <laughs> tornadoes. What a good time. <laughs> what a... St- oh, it just sucked. It's, this movie's nothing. It is literally nothing, and the cow scene, the famous cow scene, is not worth it. No, it's not. I remember those trailers for this movie, and uh, it didn't live up to it. Now dig on this. What the fuck is wrong with me? Episode number 77 was Wild Bob West, and I said no to it, and then you said yes to it. But then, thankfully, we both changed. I changed my mind, and we both gave it a yes, because this movie... Oh, my goodness. Dude, dude can I just ask you a quick question? Are you glad that I suggested this as a classic movie banter viewing? This is literally the best thing you have ever done in your life. 
is suggesting we, we watch the movie Wild Rod West for the podcast. I literally peaked. I'm not even joking when I say this. Out of all 100 episodes, or out of all 100 movies, this is the greatest film on our list. Really? This is better than The King of Comedy. This is better than Raging Bull. This is a masterful, magnum opus piece of art, Brenton. Damn, you're really making the big statements this episode, aren't you? It's it's iconic. I think about it every day. I think about it in my oh, most wow. intimate moments, Brenton. I'm thinking about it right now. Whoa. <laughs> Episode 78 was big, big, which I said yes to and you said no to. And then we kept those same opinions. Dude, like, I love You know it. what? I'm changing it. I'm changing yeah, it. Dude, I'm saying yes to big. It's a good time. It's like, a and great it's, and time. It's, and again, it's one of those movies that are bigger. <laughs> he did it. That is bigger. That is that is bigger than the famous moment in it. You know what I mean? Like the famous scene is obviously that piano scene, which is whimsical. It's lovely. It's beautiful, and mm. it's but it lives up to that. The movie's more than that. It earns its stripes, and uh, Tom Hanks is is just incredible in this movie. I love that he brings the depth that he does to this role. Oh. Even though it's just seen as something that's like would just be seen as like some stupid little fluff. This movie, he makes it into something more. So yeah, um, yeah I love big. It, it's definitely worth a watch. I agree. Like. Honestly, if you want... Actually, oh, I'm not going to say it. Actually, I'm going to say that on air. If you want to see Tom Hanks pretend to be a child and then have sex with a grown woman, this is the film for you. Well, he actually said it, guys. My name's the human spider. I don't care. Get out there. No, he got my name wrong. Get you out tell there, him. you moron. Dirty Harry, 79. Hey. He's dirty and he's Harry. We both said yes to this. This is really good, Brenton. I think this is a good movie. <laughs> This is really good, I think. This is a good movie. Nathan, why is it a good movie? Um, Because Clint Eastwood, he just gives zero fucks this movie. He's just chopping he up shop. He certainly does. He certainly does. It's great. Yeah, no, this is a great movie. It is really good. It earns its stripes as a classic. Um, I like basic. I like a lot of the scenes in this movie, actually, mm. in retrospect. Um, Clint Eastwood kind of talks a guy out of suicide by just kind of encouraging him to do suicide. <laughs> and that's great. Yeah, he's just like the worst, this character. He's so bad. Yeah, but he's still kind of the best in a way. Also, this movie, out of all hundred, I think, has the best title talk because the premise of the film is people trying to work out why it's called Dirty Harry. So I applaud exactly. the movie on that. Congratulations, Dirty Harry. You win the title talk award. Oh, have a bar for God's sake. God, get you stink, dude. It's Dude, I'm so happy that I get to talk about episode 81, which was a double bill where we talked about Star Wars. Uh, and I said yes, and you said no. What the fuck, dude? What's wrong with you? What is what's Mark? What's wrong with you, Mark? You know what? Like you know what, Brenton? I've got to change it. I I know why I said no. I know why I said no. But in 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 our modern world, I can't imagine one where you haven't seen Star Wars. Nathan. I love you. You're the best. Thank mate. you. Um, Brenton, I still have the restraining order. You can't kiss me yet. Uh, okay. Um, so, <laughs> Star Wars has, like, one of, like, the most perfect scenes ever in it, I think. It is one of my personal favorites. Um, Harrison Ford getting a medal. Uh, yeah. And uh, Chewie not getting one yet. Thanks, JJ. Fuck the rise of school. Fuck <laughs> Here we go again. Let's do a oh, tangent dude. in the last five seconds. Here we go. Rise of Skywalker. Ah, uh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? So we also talked about in 81, The Empire Strikes Back. We both said yes to this. I think it's still, like, one of the best Star Wars. And It is the best Star Wars. What are you talking about? It is definitively the best no, Star Wars in my film. opinion, Last Jedi is, but that's a whole other thing. Well, no, fuck that, because because Rise of Skywalker kind of ruins The Last Jedi anyway. Like, any 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 inkling of that had been the best Star Wars film, 
the next film kind of fucked it up. But that's okay, because... We have Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah, this will always have it, and it's just... Oh, man. I said that um, The Godfather Part Two was one of the best sequels ever made. This, without a doubt, is also in that caliber. Man, this just takes it to a new level. It takes it to a deeper level. The issues you kind of have with the first film, this one kind of addresses, and it makes it something more than its parts. And what you, I think more than what you probably thought it could be. So, um, love this movie. Yeah. If you want, if you want to see people get killed over a Skype conversation, then this is the movie for you. <laughs> What a power. That's what, a, what a fucking badass Vader is. Holy shit. Work from home. Are you in or are you out? We followed uh, this episode up with another double bill in which uh, uh, we reviewed the fucking, what do you call it? Return of the Jedi. Thank you. Which we both gave yes to. It has some of Nathan's favorite scenes from Star Wars in this movie. And yours too. Um, we share that love. Oh no, I agree. It has like, the climax of this film is fucking awesome. Oh, it's so good. It is so good. I'm I'm also forgiving on the Ewok stuff. Like I'm not as harsh on them as others are. See, I'm I'm not as I'm not as forgiving. Ah, uh, like, okay. Fuck the Ewoks, but like, but at the same time, they're kind of ingrained in the Star yeah. Wars experience. Oh, at the yeah. same time, so like, I I you know I understand. I still say with this movie, you could have cut out all the Jabba stuff at the start, and this movie would still make sense. Oh no! Like there's there is some good stuff with the Jabba stuff that I personally kind of enjoy. And it's not Slave Leia. Don't get any ideas. That's what oh. I'm not referring to. I'm, oh. not, I'm not being a pervert. Come on. Stop it, guys. I mean, now that you've mentioned it, Brenton, it's, it's kind of weird you brought that action figure today. Oh, Nathan, it's R2-D2. Don't get any ideas. It's you who's out, Gabby. Out of your mind. Oh, jeez. We also talked about The Phantom Menace. <laughs> we talked about 1999 Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. We both said no, and we kept it the same, Brenton. Because this is not I'm a not good movie. I'm not keeping it the same, because I can't... I can't, no. I can't, I can't no. in good conscience. I love this movie, dude. Like, I know it's I know it's terrible. I know it's bad. But I, and it, it's me, it's the kid in me that has to give it a yes. I'm really sorry. It's, it's the worst... It's without a doubt the worst decision I've made in the podcast, but I have to change it. It just makes me sad to say no to it. So I'm... I'm saying yes to the Phantom Menace. I know, I know it has issues, and I know that some of them are really offensive. It's 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 an insult to cinema, frankly, and I I I can't <laughs> I can't imagine it like being any better than what it is. You'd have to do a complete rewrite. Like it, there's just too many issues. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry, dude, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna say yes, Jeez, and I know I know that undermines any credibility I have on this show. And you should probably fire me from classic movie banter, but I I just I just really like it. Can Spider Man come out? Play. Episode 83 was another double bill. Good lord. And we did Home Alone 1 for Christmas, which we both said yes to. And yeah, man, I'm keeping that. That's a classic. The Christmas classic. I think and so I can too. understand why people love it. It's not my personal Christmas classic. It's not something I'm like, oh, I gotta watch this every year. It's No, not- we'll get to that this Christmas, won't we, Brenton? Yeah, we certainly will. But oh. uh but I think it's a good movie, and I think I can understand why people love it. So um because I kind of like it too. Yeah, I mean, I, I dislike the movie somewhat because you see Macaulay Corkin just like berate this poor innocent old man who's his neighbour. You know, my heart breaks just thinking about him. But aside from that, you know, also, actually, no, my heart breaks for a lot of these characters. Joe Pesci, <laughs> Jesus, the torture he goes through. <laughs> yeah, our hearts break for Joe Pesci, but Joe Pesci's head actually breaks in this movie. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, that's what I call suffering for art. Like, on that alone, you just... This movie does it correctly, Brenton. This, I think, has the correct amount of violence. Unlike another movie that we might just bring up next. Guys, the double bill also included Home Alone 2, which we both said no to. And I'm going to stick with that because don't, you don't need to watch this movie. Yeah. You don't need to do now, it to yourself. Now, before we even talk a little bit more about Home Alone 2, listeners... Now, I was meant to introduce Home Alone 2, and I think Brenton just swooped on in there to introduce Home Alone 2 because he's seeing what the next movie is. So I just wanted to point that out, listeners, that I think Brenton's cutting corners. Hey, hang on a second here. 
What are you talking about, Nathan? Uh, we'll talk about the Bond episode next, and I'm going to point some fingers. But but Home Alone <laughs> two, what a what a tragic mess, and not just because it has Trump, like just the violence alone, like it's it's horrendous. It, I feel bad watching it. <laughs> I'm like, what a loss. We didn't. It's just that we didn't really need it, to be honest. No, but Tim Curry's pretty great in it. Like isn't the he? fact the fact the fact that this this happens again to the same kid is just bad parenting. Like you could say you, it's bad parenting in the first film, but. This is just like, this kid should be in a foster home. He should be taken off those parents. Like, <laughs> God speak, Spider Man. <gasps> oh, you're going to make me do it. All right, yeah. episode 84 yeah. <laughs> was Goldfinger, which we both said yes to and we upheld those opinions. And Nathan. Don't you dare. Guess what? What? No, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep the yes. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think this is worth a watch. I was watching clips from it the other day. No Bond, I expect you to die. It's so oh, good. Like, it's, it's iconic. It's so good. It's you so know good. what? This is just a, this is just a good movie. It had great scenes, a great premise, and um, Sean Connery, man, he's great as Bond as well. Oh, he's so, so good. I mean, this is regularly cited as one of the best ones. Yeah, totally. And the climax is great. The climax itself is great as well. Like where this goes, um, it's a blast, man. Like it's it's worth a watch, guys. So um, yeah, I think this is one of the good Bonds. One of the watchable bonds, I will say. Yeah, odd job. What a sweetheart. Now that's oh, oh there's there's our true love. I mean, we love you too, Jaws, but M- love you, Mister Jobs. You're great. Don't tell Harry. Which brings us on to eighty six. Doctor Doolittle, Brenton. No, we both said no to this. Yeah, and I'm going to stick with it. It no. was it was no, no, never, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just what a mess of a movie. Like it's funny that like this movie exists and yeah it's 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 like chuckle inducing is what i'd say it's not necessarily funny it's just kind of like you, the moments you laugh at it you're not really meant to laugh at it like such as that no. that chick that's always like is allergic to like the the seafood or whatever or, like the oh the shellfish God. and she just keeps eating it this fucking idiot and oh rocking God. up to the doctor's office like with a bloated face and you're just like dude like look after yourself look after yourself listeners who wrote this movie oh like i mean it's probably an easy answer to find but like it's just, it's just a mess, Brenton. You know, I just want Eddie Murphy just to clean up his room and just fix it. So do I. I also like, uh, I, I like that vet though. That that vet that like oh thinks he God. understands what the animals need. That was good. Not good enough. It rides up in the crotch a little bit too. Oh, for fuck's sake! We're talking about episode eighty-seven, which is this is Spinal Tap, which you said yes to for some reason, and I said no to. I found it funny. I just don't like this movie. It's just, it's all right, but it's like it's not even all right. It's not even a good mockumentary. Like I get it started it. That's fine, but. <laughs> Look, we changed it to no. We said no. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. you did too. Oh, you smart boy. Oh, you're, <laughs> Do I get a you're treat? The best, you're the best podcasting partner ever. <gasps> oh, oh, boy. Maybe I can sleep without the chains tonight. <laughs> That's what you think. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, see, this is more entertaining than this is Spinal Tap. That's the whole point. That's oh, what I'm trying goodness. to make here. Yeah, I mean, I did like it at the time, but the more I think about it, the more disposable it is, you know? Yeah, I don't. I don't need to watch that shit again. Fuck that. It's not shit, but it's not great. It's no, not, there's some no. good jokes, but honestly, just YouTube them. It's a nut for me, yeah. But you know what is instead? Oh, what is that? Hang on! I think it's episode 88, Brenton, where for my birthday we reviewed the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> good choice, buddy. Good choice. Just this is this is a, this is the definition of a good time, Brenton. <laughs> I love this movie, dude, and it's so sad that it like at the time it just wasn't that well, you know received or but it makes me feel like this is our little secret brenton you know that we have the emperor's new groove yeah 
Dude, it's such a good movie. Guys, watch it. Give it the love. Get on that Disney Plus subscription and just just watch it. <laughs> Exclusively like, watch The Emperor's New Groove. Like. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then watch like, uh, what is it? What's the show called? The Emperor's uh, New oh, School? Oh, The Emperor's or? New School. It's not that good, Brenton. Don't watch The Emperor's New School. Oh, isn't it? Okay, well, I won't then. Actually, no, I will. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> All right, I guess I can't tell him what to do anymore. I just kind of want to watch it because I remember watching it and thinking it wasn't that bad. Oh, I did I did a rewatch recently and I'm like, it, this shit doesn't hold up. Really? Does it have the same voice cast? I can't remember. Most of them, yes. Wow, that's so cool. Has literally everyone, including John Goodman, except for David Spade. It's crazy. Punch me, I bleed. Episode 89, we did The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, and we both gave it a yes. Dude, this movie is great. I was talking about it the other oh, day to someone. Me? It's, it's such a good movie. <laughs> yeah, but someone else. Um, and, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and me and this other person were just like having the best time. Like, Wow, saying, why don't you, you do know, a podcast with this other person, Brenton, then? Well, I do. You guys should listen in. <laughs> oh, no. not Not that rival podcast. Massic Duvy Lanta. <laughs> that was a good joke. That's why I made another podcast. <laughs> wow, that was a, I feel really cut from that. That was, that was, that was awful. I'm so sorry, but I'm, I'm not. I'm just going to cry now, listeners. <laughs> Happy two years. Can we agree that Adventures Priscilla Queen of the Desert is a really good film? It's amazing. What more needs to be said? Just watch it. It's so good. Terrence Stamp. Oh, man. Oh. What a performance. Guy Pierce. What a performance. Ah, Hugo Weaving. What a performance. I wanted to. Impress Mary Jane. From the highs of the highs, Brenton, to the lows of the lows. Ninety was withering high. <laughs> I said yes, dude. You did, man. <laughs> Fuck that. Please tell me you're changing it. I don't know. Oh, I, go, I, I, come I, on. I still kind of like it. Oh, Brenton, come on. Like, put the dog down. <laughs> it's it's it, it's it's had its last gasp. <laughs> like. It's just, it's no good. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to say yes. Brenton, this is animal cruelty, frankly, if you keep this up. like No, I'm going to. Oh, this is this is an, oh, the worst romance movie. Laurence Olivier, what are you doing? <laughs> I tell you what he's going to do. He wants her to haunt him. Haunt him for the rest of his days. Oh, my goodness. Don't watch this as a couple. Don't watch this if you're single. Just don't watch this. Actually, watch this as a couple and let me know what it did. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to hear, like, if it was a good night or, like, if it was not a good night. Just let us know. Episode 91 was Barty Fink. Oh, yeah, there he is. Guess. Good old Barty. <laughs> There's Barty. Dude, this is a great movie. This is such it a good really movie. It really is. Love it. It's, it's, oh. it's really, really good. We're getting down where these where these episodes are now a little bit more fresh than the other ones. So, like, it hasn't yeah. had enough time to sewer, but, like, Bud's just so genius. Like, uh, I, I think um, I think this is one of the greatest strengths of this movie is that it goes places that you never think it's going to go. It's a good film. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's got a lot of surprises. Even if it didn't go to those places, you're like, oh, this is a really solid movie. And then you go, oh, gosh. Oh, we're going there. And, Whoa. Uh, we do. <laughs> we do indeed. And uh, yeah, it's a fun time. Um, you know, John Goodman does probably a career best performance in this. Like career best. Whoa, that's that. That's a that guy's done a lot of performances. That's name a, that's a better a, John Goodman film. Uh, the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, I beg your pardon. <laughs> that is his magnum opus. Forgive me, Brenton. Another one in the bag for Brenton. Yeah. You have a train to catch. Motherfucker. Sick. 90, 92 was bed knobs and broomsticks. What a mixed bag of a movie. Because you said yes and I said no. Turn the knob. Um. Yeah. Like I'm gonna keep my yes because there's enough in it that I can understand. Look, I can oh, understand Brent, the no. The children are exclusively, exclusively because of the children. But I'm gonna say yes because there's enough heart and there's enough great moments in this that I think pull through. Angela Lansbury. You know what a 
what a what a what a sweetheart. Love Angela Lansbury. I just think she's always fantastic, and and she's great in this movie. She's better in the court jester. <laughs> she's good in the court jester, actually. She is good in the court jester. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look in this, the kids are the biggest letdown for sure. It's just like it's like they wanted to make Mary Poppins again, but then just. All the happiness just got sucked out. A Dementor was on set, Brenton. Nathan, those those things at the end, those uh, those ghost nights at the end are kind of like Dementors when you think about it. Wait a minute. JK made this, didn't she? Surprise. Uh, ah! Episode 94 was The Hunt for Red October, which we both said no to. And I'm going to keep that because, um, I mean, I remember Sean Connery and the Russians and I remember Alec Baldwin. Like, I remember quite a bit about it. <laughs> you sound I like could... you're reciting a dream. It's like, Sean Connery was there and there were some Russians. <laughs> We were in a submarine. It was very weird. <laughs> I could probably say yes to this and justify it, but I'm going to say no and justify it instead. Yeah, look, yeah. It's, it's all right. It's fine, but um, nothing to ride home about or ride to I don't know about, why, so, uh, but out of everything in this movie, the thing that stands out for me was the still that we chose. <laughs> that guy that's like, ooh. It's just like frozen. The act. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. Check out the Instagram if you want to see that still. Yeah, great moment in the middle of this app. Let's just do an Insta plug while we're here, you know? Check out the... the- <laughs> you know me. Plugging away. Plug in the bathtub. Ooh. <laughs> Shut it down, Ark. 95, an American in Paris. Yeet, yeet. Oh, no, no. Retract that yeet, Brenton. Neat is what I say. Yeet, yeet. Oh, he's doubling down because he gave this fucker off. Yes. And I said no, and I stand by it. Dude, this is a great movie. Oh, it's broken, Brenton. You are only remembering the best parts, right? Like like Gene Kelly dancing about. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. But I also like the movie itself. I think it's fun. I think it's worth a watch. Uh, what does it do for you, Brenton? It does everything. <laughs> wow. It does everything. I just can't take this shit seriously. I just, I don't know. Especially, I just hate Jim Kelly in this. Actually, I don't know. That's a lie. I don't hate Jim Kelly in this. I hate what his character yeah. is in this. You you take that back, you son of a bitch. No, I could never be angry at Jim Kelly. No, neither could I. What a what an amazing man. He's here with us now, Brenton. Quick, look behind you. There he goes. You can hear him going. This is really heavy. Guys, we're losing our minds here. Oh we're up God. to episode ninety six. We're so close. Which was on the waterfront. Oh, dude, dude. Which we both we both said yes to because it's a great movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. Again, the the longer we leave this episode, the distance you know grows. The less I think about it. Yeah, but I I think about this a fair bit. I think it's uh, I really like it. I think it's a good movie. <laughs> I think it's got. Uh, I think Marlon Brando is obviously fantastic in it. I think all the uh, supporting cast are great. I love the relationship and the chemistry between yeah. him and and uh, the lead actress in this movie. I think they're both outstanding. Uh, I like what this movie is about. I like where we go. I like the climax that I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought it was going to have like a, a sad ending at a certain point. I was like, this isn't going to work out well. And yeah, um, but then it goes and somewhere it, it different. Is. It's a mixed bag of an ending, actually. You know, it goes somewhere different, and um, I appreciate it for that. I mean, if you're a big fan of pigeons, then maybe this isn't the movie for you. <laughs> A couple minutes ago wouldn't have been so bad either. Brenton, I've landed on doing a Bond episode. <laughs> <laughs> You've been spared at the last moment because we're at 97 we reviewed Octopussy. Uh, where you said no and I said yes. Yeah, I'm sticking with my no. Oh, I can understand it. <laughs> I think by this point, I think we've gone through enough bonds where I, I get what you're saying. But I think this is fun. I, I, in saying that, there were moments in this that I could finally laugh at the Bond franchise, such as oh. the use of clowns. Oh, it's great. It's so good. Yeah, the clowns alone are just worth the price. Um, and also just like, you know, the fact they go to India. He's in a crocodile at one point. Oh, the actual octopus in this movie is so funny. Oh, that's true. That's true. I like, uh, I like, yeah, the alligator, the crocodile. Yeah. That's good. Um, I like that the climax is in a, in a circus. That's cool. That's cool, but not enough to win him over. But overall, not memorable enough. There's a lot of filler. Hang on! To what? 98. 
Richie Rich. He's rich. Which we both gave a yes to, and then we changed. We both changed it to a no <laughs> because Richie Rich ain't so rich in quality content. You know what I mean? Oh, like, he uh, got him. Look. It's it's a fun time. It's good. It provides some good nostalgia of being a kid, and being like, I wish I had that house. But when you grow up, you're like, man, if I had a fucking McDonald's in my house, I'd be obese, and no one wants that. <laughs> my artery, my arteries don't want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the world building aside, I just think the movie is just too. It, it's got too many issues, Brenton. What are those issues? Just the just the the image it's trying to say about you know the rich class and all that kind of stuff. Like what they like they're trying like what it's trying to say about money. I think it's just disgusting, actually. <laughs> No, I think about it. <laughs> Frankly. Holy crap. Yeah, I think, like, technically the movie's got more issues, but Nathan's gone straight for the themes, guys. It's disgusting, man. Always a pleasure to have our board of directors pay us a little visit. 99. We finally did it, Brenton. Oh, we reviewed a movie that I've wanted to do for a long time, To Kill a Mockingbird. We said yes. Absolutely. Rightly so, we said yes, because it's a good movie. It's a great movie, mate. I mean, it's not very novel of us to say To Kill a Mockingbird is great. <laughs> We're not exactly cracking new ground. Yeah. Well, you hadn't you hadn't read the book. You hadn't seen the play. No. I'm halfway th- oh, oh, I'm halfway through the book now. Oh, do you like it? Yeah, yeah. Do you like it? The book's really, really good. I've, I, like I said, I'm going to read it. So, um, yeah, and, and the prose is gorgeous. They did a good job translating it, I think. Yeah. Gregory Peck's really good in this movie, too. Oh, he's so good. Even the dog with rabies does a great performance. <laughs> does it? I don't know about that. <laughs> that it's was jumping an, about. That was an, how, it kept, how it kept returning to that shot of it, like, jumping about <laughs> on the street. Like, look, Dad, look what's happening. And he's like, well, that dog's got problems, but I'm not sure what they are. Back to formula. Episode number 100, baby. 100. Was Rocky 5, which we both said no to. Yeah. <laughs> Can you blame us, Brenton? You're not changing it, are you? It's such a shame, dude. Yeah. Like, I just, that means that I've changed like all of my reviews to yes. So we're all yes for all the Rockies except this one. Yeah. And like, it just, it just stumbles and falls and just cracks his head open at a picket spine, you know? Like, it, whoa, that's violent. But yes, continue. <laughs> like, he's just bleeding out on the ground and his son's walking up. He's going, Dad. I really didn't like the last scene of this movie. Like, the, the final fight on the street, the street brawl was just yeah. kind of crap. What, what does he say? He's like, get him, dad. He took my room or whatever the line is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exa- exactly it. Oh, man. Oh, what a time. Like, I think Rocky has stupid moments in this franchise, but God, this entire movie is stupid. If they brought the robot back, it might have got a few brownie points. Oh, beat up the robot. That'd be fun. But but it did bring the jacket back, to be fair. Well done. Wow. Great reflexes. 101. We moronically didn't review 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> instead... Why the fuck didn't we do that? I don't know why. So stu- yeah. But instead, we reviewed another excellent movie, Cabaret. Cabaret. Life is a cabaret. Oh, chum. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is pretty. It is a good time. Like, yeah, it's yeah, um, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's a lot more intelligent than I thought it was going to be as well. It's not just like woohoo, we're getting freaky at a cabaret. It's like, man, life's pretty <laughs> shit in Berlin when World War Two is about to start, isn't it? <laughs> I like I like your like initial impression of what you thought the film was going to be as to what it actually was. You were in a dirty cabaret. Yeah, dude, I love this. I love this story. I like this movie. Um, I I think it's really good, and um, I probably like the stage show more if I'm being honest. But um, I think this is good. As a film. Yeah, I think it's a fun time, you know. I wouldn't call it fun, but oh, continue. <laughs> I mean, we have different definitions of fun, but, you know, English lessons, what a what a joy. Go with! 102 was Double Indemnity, which we both said yes to because it's a damn good movie. Isn't it, though? The, I, it hasn't grown on me that much since we watched it. I guess it was only two weeks ago, so it's oh, be three weeks ago, rather. So it, it's still fresh. I don't know, give it more time, but I think it's still good. Yeah, I think it's really good. Um, I like... 
uh, it's probably the best I've seen in its genre, which I understand. Because it invented like the genre. <laughs> yeah, well, like, it's kind of like defining a genre, so to speak. Yeah, for me, because like, I've never been really taken by that genre either. So, uh, Instead, it was Liam Neeson. <laughs> but props to this. And uh, yeah, I think it's really solid. I like the performances. I like the story. I like where we go. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good episode, too. We had fun. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Forget the movie. Just recording. Like, oh, what a joy, Brenton. Ah, that's what we live for. Yeah, but uh, now that I've said that, I'm going to invoke the clause, Brenton. The double indemnity. Here we go! Fly! Which takes us on to 103, our Mother's Day episode, Brenton. Dirty, rotten scoundrels. We both said yes. And actually, I actually texted mum before this episode and I asked her and she's she's keeping her yes too, Brenton. Fantastic. You know what? I respect your mother for that opinion. And I respect you as well because we all agreed that this is a great, fun time. It is a fun time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, dude, like this is a fun movie. Like this is, this is like, you know, there are there are some issues in it, but like I think the fun of this film and the performances, the, the comedy itself just kind of um, overrides those issues yeah absolutely and like it's an old kind of style of comedy you don't really see these days anymore so like i think it, it feels fresh actually because of it totally i'm a huge fan of steve martin by the way so oh yeah any film with him i'm just like oh stevie oh, stevie there he is cheaper by the dozen double it i respect that which brings us to our final episode, which was a double bill. So we've got two more movies to talk about. Here the we first go. one was, uh, this was 104, by the way, which was Mission Impossible 1, which I said yes to and you said no to. I st- stand by my yes. I think that this has some incredible sequences. And I like the story. I like the movie in general. I was really, I, I had lots of fun with it. I liked basically all the characters. And, um, and, and, and I think it's a good time, you know? Like, I, it was a good introduction to this franchise. I'd only seen the last film of the franchise at that point. So um, I was happy I watched it. Yeah. Brenton, you know what? Even after a week i'm gonna do some radical things on this episode brenton i'm gonna what are you doing i'm gonna say yes to mission impossible one. Oh, dude i'm so glad yay and i'm and, I, and, and you know what because the more i think about it i'm gonna say yes to mission impossible one and do something similar in a few seconds because i think this franchise you gotta see all of it to understand the full scope of it whoa i started this company you know how much i sacrificed which leads us into the last movie brenton Mission Impossible 2, you said yes, I said no. And you know what? I'm changing it to a yes. And you know what? I'm changing mine to a no. What? <laughs> Whoa, we've done the double switcheroo for the last movie. Whoa, what a time. But my argument for a Brendan is that I think you got to see all of it. I think I think you just got to go along. It's like the Fast and Furious movies. you just got to go along for the ride and accept there's going to be some shit. But it's just such a fun time, Brenton. Well, I agree that it's a fun time, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> no, it really isn't. It's, it's quite horrendous. But I think it's worth a watch. I, 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 which completely contradicts what I said last week and all the arguments I made. But fuck it. It's fun. That's basically it. That just summed up the show just then. Fuck it. <laughs> You're not wrong, actually. That's what a what a what a way to round out a hundred reviews, Nathan. There we fuck go. Fuck it, guys. We did it. Just fuck it. Out, am I? Guys, that was that oh. was all those a revisit to all those episodes. There we what go. What a time! What what a time we've had on this show so far. What a what a highlights reel, Brenton. Oh, I'm I don't know about you, mate. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm absolutely buggered. That was full on. Jesus Christ, that was a mission and a half. Oh, we've I reckon we've talked about a lot of movies, Brenton. Oh, dude, we've talked about so many movies. But you know what? We've talked about those movies. Not only all of them today. 
but we spent two years doing it. I can't believe it's actually been two years. It is bonkers, isn't it, when you think about it? This wouldn't be possible without our wonderful listeners. Thank you guys so much for cl- for checking in with us uh, over the past two years, whether you're a new listener, whether today's your first episode. Your 105th episode. <laughs> your 105th episode. Where are we? What year is this? <laughs> we appreciate you. We love you guys. And uh, thank you for always sticking by with us and interacting with us. Um, we love to hear from you guys. Yeah. You are the Z best, as they say. It's 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 so cool getting to hear from you and like also hearing like so many of these episodes have come from you. Like when you know, whenever we're chatting and people are like, Oh no, you should do this. It's it's a great thing to explore old movies, you know, and especially thank God with this year alone there's never been a, a more relevant time to watch old movies and actually I agree yeah. build up a catalogue and actually, you know, have some adventure with it. So, yeah, thanks. I thank you for supporting the podcast. You know, every time you recommend it, 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 it means the world to us. You guys are all so, so cool. And, um, yeah, if, and, if, and if you want to support the show... We have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, we got all the social links below, and it, just just hang out with us. That's that's all we'd love to do with you. Yeah, of course, and of course the show is going to keep going. We've got some fun ideas of what we're yeah. gonna, where we're going to take it, what we're going to do. The Mother's Day episode was really special, and it kind of taught us a lot about having guests on the show, so potentially you guys seem to like that, so we might have a few more friends um, and other people that we might invite to join this crazy little thing we do. I, so, think, I think, frankly, we've just had enough of our own voices, Brenton. We, we, we need yeah. some other new ones. Yeah, we need to break it up, for sure. Yeah, Jesus. And speaking of breaking up i think also i like what we've done here i think i think yeah. rather than look back every 10 eps i think we should just now reserve it for these kind of anniversary things yeah it gives it gives us a bit more time to sit in and obviously there was a few more radical changes today which were fun so uh yeah i like that as well so uh sorry to see those go but uh i think the show is going to be better off it's going it. to be better we're always trying to improve and let's know by the way if you have suggestions just for the show in general like we always listen like we can only get better brenton frankly <laughs> this is this is very true there's no going back oh uh, now to celebrate two years Brenton, I have a little surprise for you today. Oh, no. I'm very excited about Oh, no. So, while I was editing last week's episode, um, Mission Impossible listeners, I, I, I thought I'd do something fun because it just made me laugh so much. Brenton, can you please pick up your iPhone and can you please send me an, uh, a text on iMessage? Send you a text on iMessage? Yeah. The Supreme Leader is dead. Whoa. <laughs> is that your message tone? I changed my message tone. I'll play it again for you listeners in case you didn't hear it. Because so, I found this shit so funny. I will funny. send another message if you like. So, so... I'm going to send it again. The Supreme Leader is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, 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 our, in last week's oh episode, boy. we had a General Hux tangent. And Brenton did the best impression of Domo Hoglis in, in that movie. And so, I thought it was a fun little thing now. Every time I get to get a text, it's, uh, it's going to just go like this. The Supreme Leader is dead. <laughs> dude you're the best that's uh, hilarious i forgot i did that to be honest so there uh, you go nathan what a, what a fun time we have like we've had so many fun moments together we over do. the last couple of years most of them stupid but that's that's friendship in a nutshell you know it's dude i love you did that that's crazy i can't <laughs> believe you did that <laughs> now now you're gonna be like on some date you're gonna be out with some mates or whatever you're gonna be i don't know you're just gonna be living life and you're gonna be with someone one day and that's gonna you someone's gonna message you and they're gonna hear that and they're just gonna go um, what? Uh, what and why? <laughs> I'll just be like, you know, I'll be, I'll be on like a park bench with a girl on a date. I'll be about to be leaning in for a kiss. It's all moody. And then out of nowhere, the supreme leader is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's great i feel like what's bad about it too it's like it's like it's like i'm encouraging your love for the last jedi as well oh it's like you found a way like yeah because it's such a good i love that line and the way he says it in that movie is so good 
Oh, I love it, Brenton. And I love Hux. Oh, it's true. Mm. Good old Donald. Good He's old Donald Gleason. Good on you, mate. Oh. Shout out to you. And also shout out to Willem Dafoe and a shout out to you, Mr. Nathan, for being a fantastic podcast partner. We obviously couldn't do it without you. It's been fantastic the last couple of years and uh, can't wait to keep going strong with classic movie banter. Yeah, there we go. So are we out, Brenton? We're out for now. Until next week, the Supreme Leader is dead. Yeah.